Everyone, welcome back. Uh, for everyone that's new, welcome to our stream of the Crystal Coven Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation X Homebrew campaign, Cosmic War Crimes. <laughs> I think that's the name for the campaign that we've been rolling with. Rather than have that be an episode, I figured we'll just roll with the theme and call the entire series Cosmic War Crimes. <laughs> Basically, hello, 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 hello. Uh, as far as the music, what you're hearing right now, special shout out, always number one, because of the personalized email that they sent me, the Guild of Ambiance, Enchanted Lands, Volume 1 and 2. You can check them out. They're fantastic. They have a lot of free-to-use uh, ambiances from nature sounds to just mythic fantasy, etc., sort of general ambiance for D&D. Check them out, patreon.com slash ambiance. And that's the only link that they have over here, and they have a couple of other ones, but on the Enchanted Lands Volume What's 2, that? that is their primary type it primary list. As far as Darren Curtis music, we also use some music from the wonderful Darren Curtis, patreon.com slash Darren Curtis music, and DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Uh, Mackay Symphony, uh, artstation.com slash Lali Ash. Vili. Uh, all of these links will be in the description as well. You can also search Makai Symphony, that's M-A-K-A-I Symphony on YouTube. And CJ Beards, CJ Beards Music on YouTube, soundcloud.com slash CJ Beards, and on YouTube, and twitter.com slash CJ Beards, or at CJ Beards, also on Facebook, searching for CJ Beards Music. So, <laughs> last time, when we last left the Crystal Coven Chimeras, you had traveled from Mabala, where you had fought a green hag and destroyed her flesh construct. You had burned down her hut, her flesh construct, and felt a sense of relief and fulfillment for validating the Perfect. fallen people of Mabala, who had all been killed and murdered by this green hag, uh, methodically killed, murdered, and eaten by this green hag. You had felt this breath, uh, this breath, you had taken a, a breath of fresh air and felt this, uh, this breeze kind of flow through the valley after you had defeated the hag and kind of sent her back into the jungle, standing amidst the sorrow of Mabala. From there, you traveled across the small patch of wasteland that is just to the west of the Aldani Basin, further into the jungle towards Orlunga, where you were told to seek wisdom by an old man at Fort Nianzaru, an old seer of some kind who had grabbed your collars and shouted at you to seek wisdom at Orlunga before collapsing onto the ground, unconscious. No memory of what had just happened or why he had said that. Continuing to march west with your frost giant friend, Thera Permafrost, ahead of you, you tried to make contact with your frost giant friend, but there was some sort of magical interference. Upon reaching the temple of Orolunga, you found out why. The temple itself is an ancient construct that radiates pure, concentrated magical energy, kind of almost as a focal point for the weave itself. One of the strongest sources of transmutation and illusory magic in all of Faerun. Being more of transmutive and illusory properties, it's more of a lost sight that people will seek for, for wisdom or for 
that otherworldly experience and to experience that type of raw magic. I think it would lead one to believe that most of the most of the self-serving entities of the world, even though it's a strong font of magic, not being able to create any weapons of war with it, makes sense as to why the site has been visited and frequented, granted in a very dangerous part of the world, but that would explain why there's not a full-scale military operation here from anyone. It's transmutive and illusory type of magic, as strong as <clears throat> it is. Upon reaching the temple itself, you had met with some forest spirits, the Twingas, who had helped you solve the riddle of how to climb atop the steps, the magical steps, which seem to block your path, regardless of how you tried to bypass or solve or go around in any way. The temple itself seemed to push you back, and regardless of what you did, just simply did not allow passage up to the top of the pyramid until you solved the riddle that the Tringas were trying to impart to you by collecting some of the local flora, a vibrant orchid, and there was a, uh, a there was an orchid and what was the other one? Crush my memory off the top. Parrot feather. There was a red parrot feather. An, uh, an orchid and another flower. And hibiscus. hibiscus. Okay, orange hibiscus and purple orchid, right? Or is it? Did I have it the other way around? It yeah, was first. Are... No, it was first the hibiscus, then the orchid, then the parrot feather. I think switched. Orchid, right. feather. I'm sorry. Hibiscus, feather, orchid, right. and it was orange, red, purple. Yes. Okay. Orange hibiscus. An orange hibiscus flower for each of you. A red parrot feather for each of you. And. A purple orchid for all of you with all three with all three of these material components the pyramid allowed you to pass thank you dracula alucard <laughs> after reaching the top of the step pyramid your destination you entered the small chamber where you saw just the outline of a snake-like figure inside that disappeared into the mists Emerging from the mist, however, was a human and a lizard folk. Your secondary objective that you've been tracking or searching for this whole time since you first set out from Port Yanzaru, Artist Climber, the Ring of Winter. The prize that the Dreadlord of Neverwinter and the, of the Savage North wants for herself. Dreadlord Talia Thornton rides atop the white dragon Cryovane and commands an ancient sword that was forged in the Forge of Spells in the Lost Mine of Vandelver. A sword of command, a sort of draconic command. She is also the keeper of the white dragon mask. This is content from our other campaigns that all connect with this campaign. We have three games, four games running. Three games are all in the same world. The things that people can do in one game can directly affect the others. It's very interesting, and I very <laughs> much like that. But you came face to face with Artist Climber and his companion, Dragonbait. Seemingly nonchalant and very casual, they attempted to pass by and just said, we'll be on our way. But 
one of your guides, your Zentarum attache, had drawn her longsword, her elegant rune-covered longsword, the of fire, the flame weapon, ignited it, and stood in front of him, initiating combat for all of you. Before we roll initiative, as you're all out of initiative, as Artis Climber says, well, that's not very nice now, is it? And prepares to do battle. With a flaming sword in one hand, you see Elena hold up a device in the other and flick. Almost like a, a type of a switch on it, like a, like a lever. It's this circular device covered in runes. She clicks it up. And the runes on it start to glow blue. She drops it. On the pyramid ground. That's where I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. Fucking... Uh, oh shit, who the fuck rolled in that 20? My boa. Fuck. Ooh. I hate rolling initiative. <sighs> initiative? Perfect. The d20 uh, dice are rolling well. I did. My initiative always, always, always sucks ass. Trey's just slow. He's a himbo. He's taking time to process it. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> he was distracted by the little by the little hibiscus carrying things because he's still thinking like, I bet there's a way I could have beat it without doing it, mm -hmm. right? It's like looking he keeps turning and looking at him over his shoulder, like maybe if I had like grabbed one of them. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> grab her and like, like held hostage one of the forest spirits. I don't know. Yeah. Or like grab one and then do like the American football run thing. He's like <laughs> bolt across everything. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Who rolls higher than me? Oh no, Frost Gosh, Giant rolled an eight. My queen. We were kind of hoping she wasn't here. <laughs> She's Fine. here, but she'll be late to the party. <laughs> I think that was already known because she was unable to connect with all of you via magical means given the interference at the pyramid sense to reason Rory, you're upside down by the way or sideways she was indeed here okay i uh Artist I, 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 I was trying to flip my camera because uh, I was moving my iPad because I didn't like the angle it was at. Um, so I had to exit out of Discord completely because I was sideways when I came back in. Well, so I think Elena just like home in beacon, beaconed us, just alerted everyone where we are. Thanks, Elena. I just, I, I think what she did was make, do something where we could do magic in here. I'm not quite sure. Oh, that's a good point, because a lot of the magic was fizzling out. Mm -hmm. Which is I good, because that arc... That's, that's just, that's just my thought on what just happened. That's the black man. I, 
I think she went, let's be able to do magic here. Mm. <laughs> I'm afraid. Trey. I am afraid, but Trey isn't scared of shit, so like... Mm -hmm. I'm, Emma is just as excited. Allery is probably just like, fuck. I'm like scared, but Reese is probably honestly just still tripping. <laughs> they would have run out, I think. No, like, she's like, you know how, like, like, where are we? I'm sorry. You know how, like, when you take LSD? <laughs> um, not gonna elaborate on why I know what that means. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> I have shit memory. Reese tripping? Yeah, um, Reese ended up accidentally tripping because she used the magic awareness on the crazy magical fucking oh, yeah. shit. Okay, now I remember. And so, but you know- You really did go on a trip there. But so you know how when you take LSD, it lasts for like, t basically until you fall asleep? <laughs> no, because I've never taken LSD. Uh, so it does. Uh -huh. So I imagine she's still tripping. Like, not as like crazy, but like, she's, she's working on some stuff. Dune, no, what did you uh gonna... what did you roll for initiative? Every time. It's uh twenty-two. I rolled high. I we went twenty-three, twenty we went twenty-four, twenty-three, twenty-two, twenty-one. And Allery rolled a natural twenty for a twenty-three. How great is this wig for Nim though? It's very good. Okay. So Dune, you said twenty two. So All I have to do is yes. Alright, and who else needs to be on the initiative order? Allery, 23. If you did, like, if you got, like, some kind of metal band or whatever, like, gold bands to go over it. Okay, who else? Everybody's on here now, right? I also made this headband. Uh, seems like it. I think so. I think we're all here. Yeah. Alright, well, I have good news. <laughs> As we jump right in with initiative, Allery Esper, you're up first. Okay. Uh, Allery is going to 5, 10, Wow! She has big things to say. They're right on the edge of the lip of the temple. So where there's this archway, they're, they're just that, inside. They're actually on that second layer then. So, so that's actually not two different layers. That is one chamber that has sort of um, a much larger first floor uh, or a much larger open area when you would, when you first walk in. And then there is this second level that is more like a symbolic sort of steeple. So it's not two levels. It's just one large interior section of the pyramid. I see what you're saying. Yes. Kind of like a gazebo. Um, yes. All right, so I can cast this oh, from 90 feet. Neighbors. 5, 10, 15, 20. You are running away. 25. Allery's gonna get way the fuck back here. Don't you hit people? Nah. Oh yeah, he's still within my range. I am going to cast Summon Shadow Spawn. Okay. So now there spell. is Yes. There's a Shadow Spawn. Ooh, I don't know. Let's see if I have anything to represent this. I gotta have something somewhere. Yes. Let's see, anything it with a shadow, power. I'll take it. I can nice. I can draw you something for your next one. 
Perfect. Oh. Okay, where is it? Where do you want it? I'm going to cast it right here in front of these two buddies. Okay. So, as you... Now that thing... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go first. (laughs) So I'm going to cast it as Terror. Okay. Or I'm so sorry, as Fury. Okay. So it is Big Mad. Um, It does get its own initiative. Thank you, Nick Chan. It says its turn is immediately after yours. Yeah, so we can just say that it will go right after you, which would be 23. Perfect. So So Allery summons that bitch. Okay. Um, As an action. And then I think that's going to be it for his, for their turn. And you said Fury, right? Yeah, Fury. Okay. So as. Valerie's eyes begin to glow with this sort of dark purple sort of fire. They just light up and you can see the smoke kind of smoldering out of his eyes um, as he just begins to channel. Almost the ground itself begins to shake ever so slightly as these shadows begin to coalesce and swirl in front of Trey. And Trey, you kind of instinctively back up as it's energy that is, it's dark energy, but it's in a different, it's a, it's in a different realm from the energy that you're familiar with. It's this, the energy that gives you that type of discomfort. And as this creature kind of rises up, you see this kind of writhing mass of. It doesn't look like that. Or I'm going to describe it. This writhing mass of sort of dark purple tentacles that forms this almost feminine figure that has these wings that stretch out behind it that are like razors, and it has these massive claws from its fingertips and this dark kind of swirling feminine form with these shadows that just and kind of swirl like a little isolated miniature tornado around it like a small storm and it just lets out this ear-piercing scream as even arctis climber and dragon bait themselves along with the rest of you kind of recoil uh at the fury of this shadow demon as it prepares to attack and do you have a separate stat block for the shadow demon over there on your end I do, but I have it on Beyond. I don't actually have it in the roll 20, so I'll just have to roll for it separate. Okay, if you have the Beyond 20 extension, you can roll on roll 20 with D&D Beyond. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, it doesn't really appear as a stat like that. I'll show you later, but I I have its stat block open. (laughs) Okay, as long as you got it open in your end. As long as you got it open in your end, we get to go. Cool. Uh, can I have control of the token? You got. Give me one sec. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Cute. I'm, uh... Alright, there you go. You're all set. You should have control of the shadowy entity. I do. So it's going to move. There is a mist somewhere in this room that they are in, isn't there? Yeah, so there is a dark mist that starts kind of right behind Arctis Climber and Dragonbait. They kind of just stepped out of the mist and into the foreground. Uh, So this thing's going to step forward. Okay. Um, And now, I see it only has uh, 50 hit points. Oh, I'll change it here. Perfect. There we go. 
That's just the Tentative default for the going... shadow demon, which is the random thing that I pulled that kind of resembles what we described. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I can get okay. separate art for you if you have separate art, but we can do that later. Yeah. It is going to Chilling Rend, Artist Clamor. Okay. Um, do to do, so that is going to be five feet, one target. Your spell attack modifier to hit. Cool. I know familiars and pets that attack are always complicated. Like a whole other thing you have to be responsible for. That's a plus seven to hit then. Nice. Thing's gonna That's fucking good. kill the bitch. 1d 20 plus 7 oh, Does a 21 hit our friend? 21 hits? Okay, it's gonna do... What's this ability called again? This is called Chilling Rend. Okay. Uh, it's a melee weapon attack. Uh, 1d12 plus 3 plus the spell's level damage. That's gonna be a 1d plus 6 at the end. What type of damage? Hold. Okay. 1d12 plus <laughs> Do you think he's immune to cold? That's what we're gonna find out! Alright, so... Damage. Alright, so this uh, shadowy entity from beyond starts to... The shadows coalesce into this sort of icy storm, and as it kind of almost like shadow steps from its current position, like almost phasing in and out of the shadows as it stops before Arctis. Arctis kind of, whoa. And as it swipes up with the massive claws, you can see icicles beginning to form around these claws as this feminine figure just ah, and swipes forward. And as Arctis braces himself, you can see this energy from, you can see the ring just start to glow and this Almost at the same time, this isolated storm, this second isolated miniature tornado or hurricane of swirling energy just rises to meet the shadow demon and envelops around Arctis Climber. And this shadow entity just strikes through and it's almost like striking air. And as it hits something, you can hear a shatter and a screech of pain from the creature as it recoils, kind of clutching its hand. And you can see its fingertips have shattered with the ice. And as the ice around, the ice and, and storm around Arctis Climber begins to dissipate. He just kind of... Cool. Did that hurt the demon to attack it with that? Uh, no, it just is resistant. It's You can see the claws starting to glow back, uh, to, yeah, to glow back, to grow back without the cool. ice on uh, the Shattered Demon, just like, as their fingertips are going to those claws extend once more. Alright, I guess it's attacking Lizard Man then. Uh, and that'll be it for its turn. It can only do the one attack because I'm only in level three. Okay, so it turns to face the dragon bait. <laughs> yeah, it's like... All right. Cool, so that's it for Allery? Yes. All right. Dune, you're up. I don't wanna! Okay. Uh... <laughs> All right, I see that for three. All right, peanut pussy, hey. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to... No, technically you do have an ally engaged with both of these things. So you get sneak attack. Sneak attack! 
You don't get advantage, though. You would just get sneak attack, so. So you get the extra damage if you hit, but you don't get an extra to try to an extra 20 to try to hit better. Do I have range of the lizard boy? Can I see the lizard lizard boy? Can I shoot the lizard boy? Yes, you can you can see you actually have the perfect line of sight from where you are. Let me just double check. Hi, hi. I'm going to sneak attack shoot that little lizard Actually, I boy. think Sorry, let me just double check one thing. Huh. I think you would have to move there. Yeah, you'd have to move. You'd have to move just a little bit to avoid hitting the pillar. That's five feet of movement. Just a quick reposition. Yeah. Should move you from here to here. Okay. So I'm gonna sneak attack. I just have to roll first. Yeah. So you roll your d20. Right. Uh, you pull you, out your or bow. You can move the bow. Take aim at the lizard man. <laughs> And it just goes into the mist and behind him as he just and you. Now I'm not sneaking anymore. Yes, you are. You still get sneak attack because it's engaged. Okay. I'll explain it to you after your turn. Um, I'm okay. Because you just leveled up. I don't really. No, I don't think you get a second attack yet. So that's your turn. That's a thing. Unless you want to move. Um, I do want to. I want to go. I want to get too close to me just in case they have any AOE spells. Mm -hmm. uh, area effect. Mm -hmm. Are you measuring the square? You, whoever's measuring the square, can hit the shadow demon. It is all right. Uh, cool. cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out what a three-foot square would be. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna... Can I hold my action? No, you've already used your already use it. Mm -hmm. I'm... That's all. Also, L, your camera dropped out. I'm gonna whisper... Uh, it's back on. So it just has to reload, I guess. I'm kidding. Alright, is that the end of your turn, dude? Yes. Okay, alright. Yes. Reese, followed by Dragonbait. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't realize that dragon. Okay, wait. Was. So who's this dude? This that's dude? artist. That's artist. your target. That's and artist climber. The, that's the person you've been hunting. This is the demon. That's guy. the guy with yeah. the ring. That is, yeah, that is Allery's that's, shadow that's, demon. That's Allery's dude. But you can, if it's if you're doing any sort. Well, actually, you're a barbarian. Never mind. I don't have any magic, baby. <laughs> I was like, never mind. You're a barbarian. <laughs> Wow, okay. Sounds very mean, girls. Anyway. Um, Alright, I'll pull up. What's up, Arctis? Actually, I don't need to move. I have reach. You do have reach with your crocodile, Hubbard. I'm gonna whack this this man. Alright, so it's squaring up with your halberd, uh, following suit yeah. from Elena, just and prepare yeah, a swing. She told me that because they're terrible. Okay, um, so it's gonna be... 22 to hit. That definitely hits. Hey. Go ahead and roll damage. None of us have to spell magic, so it's gonna be real bad if he tries to teleport. Alright. Princess Mark. <laughs> That's gonna be, um... 8 for the d10, and then, mm -hmm. uh, 4 for the bleed thing. Okay. 
Are you also adding your modifiers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Alright, so... Oh, I didn't add a modifier to the bleed. I don't know if I'm you, No, to... Uh, not to the bleed. That's just a straight d4. Yeah. But it would be your attack plus strength plus proficiency. Yeah. So what's your total damage on the actual first hit for the halberd? Um, eight. Okay. And the bleed damage? Four. Do you want to try and grapple him? Um, why not? Okay. It's to beat a 12, I believe. Strength. Yep, let's see. Insight survival. No, that's not a strong suit. Ooh, just made it with a 12. You kind of swing your halberd in and clip just on the side and twist, uh, just kind of slice out with the blade. But as you try to hook it in, he's able to kind of like just take a... He's got this really ornate, nasty-looking dagger that also has runes on it. He just kind of is able to just kind of almost parry and kind of push it out with two hands as he kind of holds an arm over to the wound, as you can see the, uh, the blood kind of dripping down onto the floor. I hope I hope he bleeds to death. Um, <laughs> I'll take my second attack then. Okay. So that's gonna that's gonna be a natural one. Okay. <laughs> oh no. So so on this one you you go to lunge forward and you actually just kind of stumble and move five feet into the interior of the building as you do before you're able to reset your footing. <laughs> Yikes. And you're off balance, and that's going to give the next attack against you advantage before, if it doesn't, if, it, if no one attacks you before. See, I told you, Reese is still tripping. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Uh, no. Okay. How high is Trey and Reese's wisdom saves? Oh, no. Oh no. My wisdom save is plus one. So, the dragon, or the uh, yeah, dragon, not the dragon, the lizard folk, kind of, you can see his eyes just start to glow with this golden light, and as he does, he removes this, this rather intimidating longsword from his back, and it has this kind of gold and silver hilt on it. And as he removes it from his back, it starts to glow with this holy fire that just this kind of holy aura. It's almost like this uh, wispy, ethereal golden fire, this golden white fire that seems to engulf the blade. And it glows in the same color as his eyes. And he just kind of slowly takes a step and then increases and picks up the pace and runs towards Reese and is going to take a strike at advantage. <laughs> that is a natural oh, 20. No. <laughs> Immediately I, I roll a natural one and then he rolls a natural 20. Reese. You just took 30 damage. So that's more than that. 22, 29, 30, you take 36 points of damage. Excuse me? You take 36 points of damage from the first hit as he goes kind of slashes right across your chest and it burns into you, cutting through uh, any scraps of, 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 I know it's unarmored defense, but just right down, like right in a diagonal line. And there's this big open gash across the front of your chest. And it, there's a small splatter of blood, but this holy fire almost cauterizes the wound. And as you are of evil alignment, it 
hurts, technically. It burns, and you're just... You're, you, this seething, burning pain just Ow. kind of sears through you. Uh, the second attack is a 15 hit, which I believe uh, does not have advantage on the second does one. Because you, you reset and you have this kind of smoke, this kind of uh, smoldering from your, your chest from the wound that shh. And as you kind of grit your teeth and start to build your rage, you turn to face Dragon Bait and reset in a fighting position. And you have this fury in your eyes that he wasn't expecting. And he kind of tries to swing around a second time, still confident. We were able to just kind of parry it with your halberd of your crocodile right. halberd. Dragon bait. And he kind of resets and still assessing the situation. All right, dragon bait, you're dead next time I fucking look at you. Did, did dragon bait move? Yeah. My roll 20 shows him in the same spot. He did not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Nim, you're up. Dang it, there goes what I was going to do because he moved. Um, Arctis and Dragon Bay are still in a straight line from you. If that's what you're uh, it's a uh, twenty foot square. I can't get Dragon Bait. Ignore Dragon Bait, I would say. Our main worry yeah. is that wizard. Kill the wizard. Kill, kill the wizard. Okay. I am going to, uh, yeah, okay, uh, first I'm gonna move back, uh, was it here, did I, yeah, okay, I'm gonna move here, and then I am going to cast Bane. Okay. On Dragon Bay and Arctis. Ooh. Okay. All right. So as your your eyes, with your own magic, begin to glow, this kind of um, with Bane, this kind of just black smoke comes out of your eyes, and you begin to trace runes in the air. And as you do, and you kind of send this dark kind of shadowy energy, this that kind of whispers on the wind, like. And as it kind of begins to twist and twirl around Elena and Hela and Trey and towards Artis, you said? Artis and uh, Dragon Bait. Oh, okay. All right. That's right. I can, I can choose up to three creatures. All right. So that is a charisma saving throw. That is a charisma saving throw. All right. Let's see what you got, Artis. My DC is, my DC is 16. Oh, Fail. Oh, Emma, you just done the Mickey Mouse. Oh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's goofy. All right, goofy. It's goofy and Mickey. The gay relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Dragon Bait saves, but oh, actually, I don't think I did the. Uh, that's actually... Oh, you just said charisma. You didn't do charisma. Yeah, alright, so plus four, plus, uh... So there's an additional plus three. So eight, uh, nine, ten, eleven. So he rolled an eleven. I mean, it's it's still... My DC is the, what he had to beat was sixteen. Okay, alright. Yeah, so not even close. 
Okay, so uh, attack roll is saving though, they must roll a d4. So I'm gonna put a little. Let's do a little symbol for pain. We'll use that. And as this kind of shadowy energy. I'm concentrating. I'm concentrating on that. Okay. As this shadowy energy kind of starts to surround Arctis, you can see him grow a little pale. uh, Paler than one who wielded such magical, wintry energy would normally be. And just, just look a little sickly as he kind of <laughs> starts coughing inside of this self-contained ice storm that is swirling around him as the ice storm that surrounds him now is beginning to intermingle with this kind of black shadow energy that just almost dirties the snow and ice swirling around him. Anything else? Uh, yeah, as a bonus action, I'm going to be like, in a very sing-song voice, be like, Hey, Trey, you got this. Uh, and give him bardic inspiration. Nice. We love that. We love yeah. Trey. We love Trey. Yay. We love Trey in this household. Which bardic inspiration is a D8. Gotcha. Is my voice echoing? Uh, it was when Rory was talking. It's echoing a little bit. Yeah. I can hear my own voice. I think we had a little bit of echo, but it comes and goes. Okay, and that's it for my turn. All right, so as you reset, you hear a... Like a an arrow being loosed. <gasps> my baby? Oh. No, what is life? Oh my god. What? What is that? What's the... Life Ender? What? Oh no, she wields Life Ender? And a, oh. a bolt from a, like this sinister looking bolt as Dragonbait is resetting, preparing for the next attack. You just see him go <clears throat> as this giant kind of menacing looking crossbow bolt just kind of is now sticking out of his back and you can, he just <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did it come from? Uh, you okay. kind of turn uh, to, to your southwest and you see kind of just appearing from the shadows um on the far side of this pyramid and kind of seeming like they had swung themselves over um, this menacing looking pale green half orc with this reinforced leather armor and this really nasty looking crossbow that has intricate filigree and carvings kind of all etched around it that is practical it's like black uh, and silver and she has these feathers uh, and this kind of natural camouflage that's been applied to her armor. And she just kind of glares over at uh, Arctis and Dragonbait. And okay. Dragonbait I takes I... 24, 30, actually, uh, yeah, 24 points of damage. I. I oh, know wait, no. that like I'm already romancing so many people, but is she hot though? I'll show you in a second. I just want to double check the wording on Colossus Slayer. I think they might already have to be damaged. Oh, she's a ranger? We're dead. Oh my god, for real. At least she looks like she's interested in killing Arctis. So... Yeah, she was interested in... Gee, I wonder why. Not Maybe us. it's the ring we're taking from him. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Roy, just for, like, argument's sake, how long does it ta- take to cast Lehman's Tiny Hut? Oh, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. 
It's only 12. Uh, it said it's one minute. That's like 10 rounds. It's only 12 points of damage. Because, but now it is wounded. As it, Dragon yeah, Bait just kind of like, kind of is able to very quickly reset his minute. fighting position and kind of look behind him. And you can see kind of now resetting and reloading the crossbow. This half work down here in the corner. Alright, after which Elena is going to charge in. Pop it! I did what? Did I miss something? Did I miss somebody? No, 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 sorry. I'm Emma is like Allery's probably looking over like, how the hell did this guy hide from us? <laughs> Alright. Oh that fucking Elena magic is going to Allery also concentrating? Yes. And then I was like, yeah, you're concentrating on your shadowy dude. My demon. So her blade begins to glow with fire, as it has been. And you also notice that that device that she had dropped, the runes, begin to kind of click into place. And as they do, this device kind of hums and whirls. And you can hear it uh, hums and whirs, and you can hear it clicking. And as it clicks into place, this these tendrils of energy begin to just slowly creep out from inside of this orb and this magical energy starts to kind of coalesce and form this very small what looks to be some sort of portal energy just swirling in the center of the uh, sort of in the center of the battlefield right where that circular design is on the ground that's where she had dropped it and this kind of purple and these purple and black shadows again swirling and coalescing to form this some kind of a circular portal of some kind is what it looks like a portal oh no back up i guess but she's going to run in and with the flaming with the flame tongue sword she's going to use her bonus action and it's going to start you see these runes these fire runes on the flame tongue weapon begin to light up as well as she runs in and tries to swing, taking a strike. Oh. <laughs> oh. What That's square is she on? Seven. It looks like she's on top of Dragon Bait. Mm -hmm. She's hopped up there. Flying? She can she can fly, can't she? Who? Elena. Elena is on top of Dragon Bait, like yes. in the same square. Yeah, she kind of okay. put, pushed her way through and is trying to take a swing at Arctis Climber. So she's in the in oh, okay. the space between. She went, hey, fuck you, let me through. Let me you know what? Let me Let's see. That's an action. And completely just whiffs as she is trying to strike Artist Climber. Just runs in and takes a swing and he just kind of ducks to the side and he just, whoa. Uh, Alright. Ella is going to move forward in the combat chair and just going to roll herself up and you're going to use the charge attack.
the ram. All right. Well, that definitely hits. As you can see her kind of deploy the spikes on the wheels of the combat charger in the place, roll forward, striking into Dragon Bait. So 27 definitely hits in the midst of the chaos. And that's nine bludgeoning damage. It's not made with the swift feature, I don't think. Yeah, because she's not technically moving downhill, so. Uh, Dragon Bait does take, and I'm going to move Elena here just for visual purposes. Still takes nine points of bludgeoning damage as she slams into uh, into him. He's trying to avoid it, and you can see that the uh, the blades that she deploys on the bottom of the combat are just slice into the side of Dragon Bait. As he uh, kind of jumps back and is trying to avoid it with that two-handed kind of holy weapon that he's holding, trying to jump out of the way, but it still strikes him. It opens up this gash and is like, she resets, puts one hand on the crossbow and another at the ready with her morning star. That's going to be the end of her turn, I believe. And then we have Trey. So let me just make sure that she doesn't have a multi-attack. She does not, not yet at least. So Trey, it is your turn, followed right. by Artis. He rolled really low on initiative. Is Dragon Bay Nocturne? Like uh, no, be no, because she didn't use it with the swift feature, so he just kind of gets knocked okay. a little bit off balance. I'm assuming if I try to move here, he could attack me? Like, um, if I try to move inside uh, yes. Artis? Yes, because yep, you're technically engaged or in engagement range with Dragon Bait. Alright, well, I'm going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark on Dragon's Bait. Okay. And then take a slot. Where's my axe? 17 hit. Yeah, 17 does hit. Okay, so that's... Okay, that's 6 plus 4. So 10 slashing. Plus 2 from the Hunter's Mark, so 12 damage. Uh, All right. As you swing the axe good. down and kind of, he's trying to brace, and you're able to cut him right down the shoulder. <laughs> as you cut this kind of gash in his left shoulder, as he's trying to reset into a fighting position, <laughs> slashing right down. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I can do. Okay. All right. I could have everyone make a perception check for me. All right, baby, I need you to roll really good today. Oh, I see nothing. <laughs> I have a plus five to perception and I saw nothing. Wow. Right. I rolled a three. You rolled a three? All right, so you can, uh, you're all very much, okay, 1916, so L and... And 21. Oh, okay, Allery yes. Allery has 21. All right. Where is Allery anyway? He's... Oh, all the way down there. So Allery, based on positioning, you're the only one that can really see it, but you see kind of 
swinging herself up over the side of the pyramid, kind of, and you can hear at the this kind of rumbling, this swinging herself up over the pyramid. You can see in her hair, she has an orange hibiscus uh, over her ear, an orange hibiscus, a purple orchid, and a red parrot feather. You can see just with her uh, weapon at the ready, swing over the side of the pyramid from the rear portion of the pyramid, one of the alternate paths that you could take to get up. Your friends. She definitely also has another flower in her hair as well. Yes, and then another flower on the other side. And as she jumps up and slams onto the ground, maybe you're very distracted, but at the last uh, at the last second, you do look over and see the visage of your frost giant friend, Thera Permafrost, as she just slams onto the ground and kind of swing herself up kind of resetting. That's all of her movement. And she just takes her warhammer and just... Are we fighting? Are we fighting? I wave. I, I give a little. Allery, under his breath, is like, God's damn it. And he looks over and he sees the little spirit says, don't repeat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Nim's just like... Gets stabbed. Just like, wave. All right, now I just have to but check like the wording. You know when um, people are like trying to flirt while waving and they're just yeah. like, they're just like, they like wiggle their fingers. Seductive wave. Yeah. 300 feet, okay. Love her. Oh my jeez, Louise, hello? Yeah. Where are you going? Cardone? <laughs> Buddy? I mean, buddy, did that's Trey still within the range of Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> Trey did cast Hunter's Mark, right? I cast it on Dragon's Bait. It's fine. Allery, Trey, and Elena have Hunter's Mark, and I can drag him back 10 feet every time I do it. Uh, not Hunter's Mark, but Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast, sorry. Brain is stupid. So, Artis I says. I can cast Shatter, I guess. Arctis says, well, that's about enough for this, and grabs Dragonbait by the arm and just says, we'll be taking our leave now. And you can see that this the ice just begins to swirl around both... What? No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry the, okay, the ice begins to swirl around Artis Climber and Dragonbait as they... And this ice storm kicks up into a frenzy. And as it does, you all are kind of blinded by this flash of ice and uh, the sort of ice and uh, sleet as Arctis and Dragonbait disappear. Man. Uh, Can I you... try to take an opportunity attack? Does that mean people are following us? Yeah. 
Is there like no chance to get opportunity attacks as they run? It is yeah. Dimension yeah. Door. Fuck. Um... Is there any way I could use Hunter's Mark to find it? Not with Dimension Door. Ah, oh, damn it. I mean, did they literally appear right where you put them? But I would like for... Trey, go ahead and roll a d100 for me. Oh. oh, not again, 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 not again. No, wait, no, no, wait, no, no. Wow. Nope. I thought he rolled a 100. It wasn't a d100. Oh my god. He rolled a 100. Valerie, go ahead and roll a d100 for me. Okay. I'm gonna shit bricks. I scared myself when I rolled another 100. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> Alright, so uh, for anyone, oh my god. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, I, use a, I use a custom homebrew system for um, divine intervention. So, as. Okay, so. Wow. Wait, okay. Is this divine intervention? Does that mean a really scary fish lady just appeared? <laughs> so as to appear. As you can see, Trey furiously trying to whisper and call for aid from his deity, from the the arch uh, the archlich, the demilich queen that he had met on Vecna's Flying Fortress, Vecna himself, or to the shadow, just calling out to all of his deities, kind of furiously trying to trying to figure out what's happening in that moment where you are trying to, you know, as they kind of disappear. And the energy of the pyramid kind of surges for a minute. And Allery, from Allery's back, very similar wings to what you saw on this, the shadow monster that she summoned, just spread and form behind Allery as you watch as he kind of gazes down and kind of tracks through the sky and he's looking down the steps of the pyramid and you can see these wings coming out from behind his back these spiked wings of shadow and you can hear these uh whispers and as before you can react or figure out exactly what's happening these shadowy tendrils just shoot out from behind Allery's back at breakneck speed and reach down into the twisting nether and you can see this kind of flash of white kind of magical ice energy just flash and crack as being sucked back through the dimension door and into the center of the pyramid as these tendrils just yank on the on Arctis Climber and Dragon Bait, you can see the form of both of them just get sucked and thrown back to the top of the pyramid, and they land prone on the ground as these tentacles just slam them into the ground, and they both take They both take nine points of bludgeoning damage as they fall back down onto the ground and are kind of slammed into the stonework at the top of the pyramid by these. There's this mass of 10 or 20 writhing shadowy tendrils that yank them both back through the dimension door and slam them onto the center of the pyramid with a thud, like a <laughs> crash. And they both take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. 
Oh. That's it though. You like I'm not. You get no more. No more of those for another week. <laughs> wow. For our homebrew rules. Is that is that Allery only, or do I also not get one? Uh, if it's successful, uh, you have to wait a week. Really depends okay, on the okay, situation. Okay. All right. Okay. I can raise the dead again in three days. All right, top of the turn order. That's your mysterious half-orc friend who just kind of looks very surprised. But now she gets to use Colossus Slayer. But no sneak attack because... Yeah, it's not engaged with the Chwingas. And I think she has two attacks now because that was a held action. And Crossbow Expert, I believe. Yeah. Yep, crossbow expert. Savage attacks. Ooh, right. Extra attack. Twice. Actually, I forgot to use Assassinate the first time. So that would be a critical, so that would be actually 24 damage. So Dragon Bait, that first crossbow bolt was a critical. So that was another 12 damage that he took because of Assassinate. Oof, but the... And then the sneak attack. Did she roll sneak? No, she didn't for some reason. So also sneak attack from that first crossbow bolt. Alright, so another artist didn't even try and So that is also doubled because of assassinate. So that is fourteen. Sneak attack on Dragon Bait. So yeah, so when I described when I described Dragon Bait getting struck by this uh, by this crossbow bolt that kind of just sucked the life out of him a little. Oh, and it's also a it's also okay. Yeah, so she rolls an extra two d six because of the web the magic weapon. Another nine points of damage. Okay, that was all from the first attack. It was supposed to be a lot more than twelve. I was like, I know I specifically had designed Welcome this so to we could be a lot the NPC more. Do more damage in the whole party. I think it's more or less that our DM is rolling insanely high numbers. So none of those. Okay, so this time though, she doesn't have sneak attack. She does not have assassinate. She does have Colossus Slayer, but no sneak attack. So both of those will hit. And I gotta see if Colossus Slayer is once per turn or if it's just on every attack.
No, that's it. Once per turn, okay. So it's the five. It's immune to poison. No sneak attack, so it's not it's not as much damage as you would think. Twenty two uh twenty seven. So from from two attacks from a high level NPC it's twenty seven damage, so that's not that bad. But she can just see her launch two crossbow bolts just back to back as she loads a second one with very um skilled ease. Allery, you're up. Allery blinks, looks down at the two of them, says, Welcome back. Five, <laughs> ten, fifteen, twenty. Oh, yeah, 20, you see the, the, the Chwingas are kind of like, ah! and they all just kind of disappear into the ether. Okay, good. Later. Good. That does make a little bit of a difference on what I might do because I didn't want to hit them. <laughs> um, <laughs> are we doing it? So I can either do that or. I really do want to try to either. So we're going to do two Eldritch Blasts, both aimed at Arctis. Okay. <laughs> All right. So your free hand starts to glow with this kind of surge of that purple shadow energy that you're all so familiar with as you just kind of very confidently throw out your hand and these. Uh, bolts of purple energy come flying towards Arctis, these fireballs of uh, shadowy purple energy. Uh, before I go any further, I see he's prone. Would that give me disadvantage on these rolls for these ranged spell attacks? Ooh, uh, yes. Okay, so that will be for my first okay, one. So, so, yeah, so we'll say 22. Ooh, and Thank then you. a 10 on the next one. Okay. So, yeah, so one of the blasts kind of just kind of arcs over a little bit to the right and impacts on the ground with an explosion as some of the stone just kind of flies up in the air. Uh, but the first one does find its mark, and as Artis is, is trying to get back up to readjust himself, this uh, shadow flame hits him in the chest and ignites him. So 13 force damage? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, and then it's Shadow Baby's turn. That's all Allery is going to do. Okay, Dune, you're up. Uh, it's actually the Shadow Demon. Oh, sorry. Five. Yes, Shadow Demon. For the Shadow shadow Spawn, I think, technically. Uh-huh. All right. 25, 30. Shadow Boy! So he can get here, um, but he does move past Ar Artis. Arctis. So I don't know if he has any uh, weapon in hand to do a re yes. uh, reaction attack. Which she's going to take. Actually, I'm sorry, Essie. I'm just going to stop here. I was trying to get 30 feet away from everyone, but there's just it's too small space. Okay, so the Shadow Demon just... <sighs> kind of... Uh, is going to use his attack, which is a 1d20 plus 7... Um, oof, just a nine. Oh, but he has advantage because he's prone. Yes, so advantage on this attack. So oof. first one just kind of goes wide, and the second one is this still <laughs> is this still cold damage? 
Yes. All right, as he strikes... But he's, not, but he's not attacking the wizard. He's attacking the lizard. Oh, the lizard. Okay, so 26 does yeah. hit. Okay. Not the wizard, the lizard. I like that. Not the wizard, the lizard. I like that. Okay. Uh, 1d12 plus 6. Poor Elena, getting all hyped up for this whole thing and running in there and just completely whiffing, like stumbling over her her own two feet and swinging with the, the flame weapon. And Arctus just stepped to the side and dimension doored to the bottom of the pyramid. Granted, he got sucked yeah. back, but poor Elena. Yeah. 17 damage. I almost rolled max. Ooh. Alright. Wow. Alright, as the shadow demon kind of changes direction and hovers over Dragonbait, takes both of their claws, which now. How do you want to do this? Well, as far as Dragonbait's concerned. <laughs> I would like to imagine you see the moment that Dragonbait gets impaled by all these icicles and then the tentacles just envelop. And he comes away and he's just a corpse. Okay. Very, very eldritch horror. Very 90s horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, advantage on saving throws. Now, uh, Trey, for your hunter's mark, is it a reaction you move it when the creature dies or a bonus action? I can double check. All right. So as the as this shadowy entity just kind of hovers over Dragonbait, you watch as they take both of their kind of clawed fingers, these clawed nails, and just stick both of them into Dragonbait's chest. And you can uh, Dragonbait's chest, and you can hear these whispers as the life essence seems to be being siphoned from Dragonbait, and these shadowy tendrils of cold necrotic this of cold shadow energy just. <laughs> seep into dragon bait and there's this exchange as the cold enters and the life leaves as dragon bait in shock almost at this horrific shadow demon just lurking over him and just kind of siphoning his life energy out and as the last after he's dead this demon's gonna turn to arctus and just give a really awful grin just like <laughs> okay, it shouldn't have gone it's on that now um okay and that's it for the shadow demon right Okay. All right. So, Dune, you're now up officially. Tis me. Tis you. How do you go about saying this is rude? That's what you're doing. You your bonus action. Um, I'm gonna use my bonus action. I'm gonna do insightful fighting. So hit the click on it. Okay. It has a thing with the little chat bubble. Hit that so that Essie can read it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, because I actually I did not know what that did. All right. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Sure. Okay. Uh, so then you're going to roll a. Uh, Contested with target's charisma check. Ooh, so you can okay, either roll. Nice. Roll not bad. Oh, uh, it's just a charisma check, not a charisma save. Oh, okay, so that would be minus three. So fifteen. So fail. Okay. You just barely did it, so now yeah. you get advantage on your attack. All right, failed by one. <laughs> Build by one. Build by one. And take the higher number. That's still bane. Oh, actually, are you going to move and attack, or are you going to 
attack it with your bow. Because if you attack it with your bow, it's at disadvantage. Because it's a ranged weapon on a prone creature. Mega mine and minion. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, you should use your uh, sword. Go towards him and attack him. Can I attack from here? You have to be right up on him. Unless you want to use your bow, but then you just roll the die once. Do this. Okay, so now you get to roll twice. Jewel! <laughs> okay, it's an 18. Okay, roll again. And a 7, so you want the 18. 18 plus 7. 7. 18 plus 7. I can't do math. 25. Okay, 25. And that, that's a hit, right? Yes. With your sword? Yes. Okay, so you run over as as Arctis is still trying to recover and get back up. You run over and kind of try to stab him back down into the ground with your sword, kind of sticking him in the shoulder. Go ahead and roll damage. So that's one plus four. So you have five right now, and then you roll your sneak attack, which is 3d6. So you roll three of the cubes. You can roll three at once or one to three times. That's nine, 11, so 16. 16 damage. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. Including my sneak attack. All right, and so that's 16 with everything? Yes. All right, awesome. So you just kind of yeah, shove your blade into his shoulder, like, and he kind of has this kind of look of fear and terror in his eyes now as you kind of thrust him <laughs> back down in the ground, being surrounded on all sides by enemies. Do you have a second attack? Can I move can I move back when I'm done, or am I just stuck there? Uh, you, so you can, can move... but you would. Uh, he has not yet used his reaction. You would risk an attack of opportunity, but he's prone, okay. so he would uh, have disadvantage on it. That's fine. Actually, I've... since he has disadvantage on that attack, you might do it. Yeah, because I, I feel like someone's going to... So you move 10, so you can move 20 away. I'll just... Should I stay here or go back? That's fine. Okay. I'll okay. go there. So it's going to take an opportunity to attack on you. Yeah. Is he only 12? So that's, yeah, 12. So he just uh, swings with this kind of nasty-looking dagger that has um, the engraved runes on it. Just tries to swing as he kind of tries to readjust, kind of clutching his shoulder, and you're able to just kind of jump up and over the blade with your tabaxi, uh, oh. tabaxi skills. Ow. Did you... Are you using the Bane stuff still with his stuff... Ooh, no, but thank the you for D4. reminding me. Yeah, so that would be, yeah, but he missed anyway, so. Uh, yeah. I think he's only, I think he's only had one turn, and he was kind of, um. Fucked, yeah. pussy boy. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, so. Boy. Yeah, so you're, um, so I, I the way that the homebrew, yeah, the way that the homebrew works as far as that is that you can't. Or you just use a D4. Yeah, you can't, uh, Allery, you can't use that feature again for another, another week, or I won't use that feature for another week of in-game time, which is like a 10-day. That's so. fine. Okay. All right. And uh, after you kind of jump over the dagger, that's the end of your turn, right? It's the end of your turn? Okay. Yes, All right. the end of my turn. Right? Reese, you're up. Okay. Um, I can move over this way. Yeah, you got plenty of room there. Yeah, I've got like all kinds of space. I feel so bad Hello. for Elena. She just. Where is Elena? <laughs> She she's she's recoiling in hot in the horror yeah. of rolling a seven when she was the one to initiate the attack and totally whiffing. Me me too. <laughs> <laughs> she's 
She she had a she had a she had a branding smite ready. I was shook as the DM. That's why I looked at her. That's why I looked at her character sheet for so long because I was like, there's got to be something she can do. But like, no, she used her she used her bonus action to cast branding smite on her weapon. Charged in there with the sword on fire and just tripped over her own two feet. I mean, I feel secondhand shame for my NPC. <laughs> okay, I'm going to attack. Arctis over here. Alright, so let me roll. Um, so, does a natural 20 hit? Oh my Yes, the natural God. 20 hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, no, did, did you roll a disadvantage because he's prone? Oh, no, I, no, sorry, you're not using ranged weapon. You're good to go. You're at advantage. So, yes, natural 20 does hit. Um, I think the wig's okay. coming off, y'all. All right. Yeah, so roll your roll your roll your damage. Right. Add your add your modifier and your proficiency bonus, and then um, roll okay. the roll the damage dice again. Oh, it's in here. <laughs> All right. It's not in the way. So, so, so roll roll two of the damage dice, and then add your proficiency bonus and your modifier. Okay. So I got a six on d10. Okay. So that's plus five, I believe. So you, so, you, so you rolled a 6 and a 5? No, my modifier is 5. Okay. And then so, you, so you roll the, the, rolled the weapon an, damage dice again. Okay. Yeah, I rolled a 6 and an 8. Okay. Uh, so 14 plus 5. five. Alright, so 19 damage total. And then roll a d4 yeah. for the bleed damage. It's going to be 14. Nice. So 23 damage total. Yeah. All right. You want to try and keep him locked down on the ground? Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> that was just your, that was your first attack, right? Yes, it was. All right. So strength check, and yeah. using the bane minus four. So yeah. So you you swing this halberd down into him, and you actually able because he's prone. You're able to actually hook uh, that kind of hooked end into him and lock in and pull. Uh, as he is now uh, technically grappled by you, so you can you can let it go and swing again, or you can give advantage to the next person. I'll keep him grappled, I think. Okay. All right. So, so that's down. all you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Mistaken damage is real. All right. He's not buckled. That's one failure. All right, Nim, you're up. Sorry, I, I'm. A... Also, the uh, the temperature is. He's grappled. He's grappled. So. Um, yeah. But he is prone. So melee attacks have. Well, actually, um, I, I I will say melee attacks have advantage. Um. So yeah, prone is different than grapple because he's still a second test. So yeah, that's fine. So, um, anyone that attacks with a, a melee weapon has advantage. Well, actually, technically, okay. technically melee or ranged, because Reese, you can say if you want to like stand him up a little bit, put him on his knees oh, yeah, with the I halberd. Can do that. Yeah, can do you that do that to make it so that you do that? Range yeah, just just yeah. totally abusing this guy. So yeah, yeah you can you can oh, kind oh, of oh, just oh. like. Yeah, you can kind of yank him up a little bit to give both ranged and melee attacks advantage as your crocodile halberd is kind of hooked into his flesh now. not a team player. You hold him up right for me. Yeah. You like, hold him. You got a shot? 
Okay, so I have advantage. Yes. Then I'm gonna shoot with crossbow here. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. No. <laughs> so still just in the moment trying to just kind of take everything in. You just and you take a second to try to aim and in the intensity of the moment noticing your frost giant friend to the right you just kind of look over and as you do your crossbow releases early and just goes wide distracted I was trying to impress her and I just yeah didn't work out <laughs> nope uh, okay um You know what? I'm going to blow a kiss to Thera and give her bardic inspiration. Okay. She just kind of... <laughs> and seems very amused, if not entertained by your gesture. And just kind of blushes a little bit. All right, so Thera has bardic inspiration and is at the end of your turn. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go on, Elena. Come right. on, Elena. Got advantage doing death saves. Like, look, if he's doing death saves, I literally have a demon from the shadow dimension stood right above him. He won't be making death saves for very long. Yeah. So advantage. <laughs> Uh, wow, nope. Elena. Yeah, so she. <laughs> um, but she does Elena. have a. No, she doesn't oh, have a second Elena. attack. But she is. She does have a bonus action. So. Yeah, so she's gonna use her channel divinity to just kind of as she kind of whiffs the first time as Reese is he's kind of flailing wildly on the blade. And as he is and he's trying to like pull the blade out and trying to unhook the he's kind of grabbed the uh the hilt of the crocodile halberd and he's trying to twist off and Elena's gonna use her channel divinity, which is only a one time thing. Uh, and as she misses the first time with the flame tongue weapon, uh, as Artist Comer just kind of thrusts to the side with the spear still jabbed in his chest, kind of lunges forward as she misses, you can see her eyes just kind of glow with this black fire, and you hear the distant caw of a raven as she adjusts, using her channel divinity for guided strike, which is going to give her a plus 10. And I just want to double check one more time to make sure that she doesn't have to, like, that should just be a bonus action otherwise it wouldn't make any sense so I'll link it for everyone okay oh, yeah constant bonus I mean I'm the DM so yeah I can say <laughs> all right guided strike with yeah so she just kind of readjusts and slices back so that's going to add a 10 but that's her one-time use of channel divinity but her eyes kind of glow black as she does this and that's when you hear like the distant caw of a raven that kind of echoes on the wind that's a 21, which does hit. And then that will be, yeah. So as she kind of slices up and in with this fire damage that kind of cuts through the ice, she just 
and she kind of cuts and cauterizes this wound up and under his arm and around to the back and this very similar to what happened with Reese, the blood spray just and then cauterizes as this fire kind of almost engulfs and overtakes the ice and he starts screaming in pain as the fire engulfs him and as he kind of falls limp and unconscious she's going to use her free object interact to grab his hand and try to start forcing the ring off and she's going to make a strength check to try and do so because it's in the middle of combat. Can she have an advantage because I have him, like, grappled, basically? Yeah, because you said it. If you want to, like, if you're, like, facilitating this, yeah. you can kind of position him in a way where it might make it easier. So... Essie, was there not a big purple portal glowing right here in the middle of Still this there. thing? Still there, yep. I'll draw oh. a little circle. Where did that look at? Also, did I just get splattered with blood again? Again? Yeah. So she's, she's almost kind of got it off uh, so with, with her 11 she just kind of it's just about to come free and she is right about to pull it off it'll come free on her next turn Hello's just going to run in and try to shave some death saves off kick them while they're down oh hell yeah this is not the morally good <laughs> yeah so Right, so yeah. so you oh, can see you can see his eyes fluttering, and as his eyes are fluttering, as Reese, you kind of just like kind of shove his face into the ground with your halberd, and just kind of you see Hella with the uh, the two kind of jagged spiked blades that she de uh, deploys when she wants to use the uh, the ram the ram strike. She just thrusts forward in the combat chair, and one of these spikes goes into his mouth and out the side of his head, and the other one goes into his chest, and you just hear a. <laughs> as he just kind of burns, as the body burns with the fire that had ignited with uh, Elena's uh, guided strike. And the oh, blood nice. kind of like Whoosh! So that is so it, unfortunately, for our if friend Arctis Climber. If I could just not keep getting splattered with blood, that would be it's, great. The, the, the second one is more like from your, like below your knees down to your feet. It just kind of splattered on your boots. Is Reese saying this out loud? Yes, absolutely. Trey's just gonna be like, oh, for fuck's sake, and just cause presentation to clean her. Stop whining like a child. Alright, so, <laughs> I'm whining Trey, like a child. Dragon Base still has saving throws, and it's your turn. Oh, he's still alive? Oh, okay. I still have Haunted Mark on yeah, him. Yeah, shaving off death saves. Is it, is it an advantage? He's alive, but unconscious. Yes. I thought we killed yeah. him. He is unconscious. And he already failed one death saving throw, so you have advantage on the attack. Uh, net 20 with the advantage. Yeah, so that's... Okay, how, so, so how do you... How do you officially end Dragon Bait? I... He's laying on the floor. I just want to full-on decapitate him. Alright, yeah, <laughs> so you just kind of adjust your, your axe and swing it down. And with a splat, you decapitate... Can I, can I, can I uh, aim the like slice of, to try get blood on Reese? You know, I don't think this counts for, as a kill for your kill count. Yes it, uh, yes, it does. It, does not it count counts as a kill. I'm actively holding this man. I know, but it was. Need to know if you're doing anything kill? else with your turn after you. Um. So that was my action. Okay. Uh, I want to try and like. If I'm able to kind of 
almost shield Elena trying to get the ring out, or can I try and get the ring out as well? Yeah, you can. You can totally give. You can totally. Um, do, you can totally do that. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get the ring up. Is that a strength check? So I'll I'll say that if you wanna if you wanna use, yeah, if you wanna just kind of help it slide off, go ahead and make a strength check. Just a straight strength roll. Fourteen. Yeah, okay, so 14, hers was 11. So yeah, you're able to just kind of just pry it free. It was kind of stuck on there pretty good. And as you do, that kind of magical frost energy that was surrounding Artist Climber, that, that kind of miniature whirlwind, whirlwind of ice and snow kind of dies down and kind of gets sucked back into the ring. As you can see now that the portal that was kind of deployed by... Elena, and I'll draw a little shape here so you can see. We'll do a little free. Guys, I have yeah. a magic ring. I have the magic ring. It was here, and it's still kind of like. Did that and it starts count to spark a... at this time. Did that uh, count as a what? Uh, did that count as a bonus action? Or was that an object interact? That's a free object interact. Okay. Uh, with Hunter's Mark, can people tell when I like move it onto them? I uh, don't think so. I think it's I just I think it's just something that you know. Okay. Just in case, I wanna hunt as mark the ranger if like they sure. aren't aware of it. Okay. Just in case. Sure. You can do that. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm just gonna clutch the ring and make it seem like I don't have it. <laughs> I do not have the ring. No, of course not. No. All right, make a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. Oh, well, actually, well, it, well, uh, Elena had her hands on it, so it's in Elena's hands now. So, just hey. the, yeah. So the the energy just kind of coalesces and starts to swirl back into the ring, and the ring starts to shake, and the the very atmosphere around you starts to like rumble, like it's kind of like the just the just the energy around you is quaking and trembling. And as, okay. as you kind of reel from this energy, Thera Permafrost oh, just kind of fuck sake. just kind of starts trotting her way over. Does she grow with her? That's that's the appropriate size of the frost oh. giant. <laughs> that was my yeah. bad. I had I had her scale size yeah. wrong before. <laughs> I should have moved Hunter's Mark to her instead. And, and as she kind of stops with her hammer, she goes, At last, you did my job for me. And kind of puts the hammer down. The Ring of Winter is ours at last. And uh, I'll take that now. Nim, Nim. So um, I'm going to temporarily... Initiative? I'm going to remove okay. the initiative for now. For I'm now. gonna do the thing! I'm gonna try and use romantic ties to convince her that we need the ring. Alright. Still a little tense on the top of the pyramid. As everyone is reeling from combat and still on edge, and Elena still uh, has the flame weapon deployed. Like, still burning. Essie? Yes. I would like 
Allery to do an insight check, and if he thinks that our lady is going to try, our giantess is going to attack, he's going to cast Charm Person on her. Okay, go ahead and make an insight check. Is can we hold any actions? Sure. Would you, well, what, do you, want, what do you what do you want to hold specifically? I want to hold Eldritch Blast if she gets hostile. Okay. No, you can't attack her if I do Charm Person. That's true. Well, if it fails, well, fine. You can you can only have one contingency. Fair. Never mind. You, you, know what here. you can you can say if she does become if she if she remains hostile. Yeah, I'll, that's true. Yeah, that. That. Yeah. My trigger is if she starts to, if she becomes hostile. So yours could be if she remains hostile. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. So she holds out the ring expectantly. Oh, she holds out her hand expectantly towards Elena. And at this, the portal grows slightly larger. And she kind of looks back over at the portal. And if I could have everyone make a perception check. Okay. The oh, fuck. Oh, Allery's not. Me. I got a twelve. Allery okay. is watching the giantess. Does not care about portal. Okay. Also, Reese, I'm starting the kill counter. I know. I'm mad about it. <laughs> All right. I so that's uh, you. Allery, I don't think you're concentrating anymore. Oh, you're right. You're right. No, my guy's still here. He can stay for. Oh wait, you're okay. Never mind. I forgot. He's still I forgot here. why you were concentrating. Okay, so your Listen. shadow, your shadow entity remains. If you want to maintain your concentration on it, it is concentration, right? Concentration for up to an hour. Okay, so your shadowy entity remains in this plane. Okay, so Nim, 23, Emily, 22, L. All right, so Emily, Nim, uh, sorry, Dune, Nim, Reese. Who didn't roll? Did everyone roll? I rolled a 12. Okay. Everyone rolled. Yeah. That's all of us. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, it's the, uh, it was right below the insight, so it threw me off. Oh, Six. no, sorry. Okay, no, that's okay. I see it. So. This is Neverwinter in the on the other side of the portal. Neverwinter being the city. The that, city of Neverwinter. Uh, that that, that the Zentarum now control. The city that is the capital of the Savage North, half of which is coated in ice. And you can see on the other side of the portal, Neverkeep, which there are kind of dark clouds above Neverwinter that you can see through the portal. And from Neverkeep in the distance, it's kind of like a, a blurred visage. It's kind of like a blurred visage of Neverkeep. Again, under the control of the Centaurum after the conquest of the Monday group. Thank you, Monday group. <laughs> and you can see a figure approaching from the castle. Just in, in... It's a little difficult to make out. You can just see because it's kind of like shimmering. It's like looking at... The city of Neverwinter through water, if it was underwater. But you can see something kind of approaching the other side of the portal. This large mass that's getting closer and closer. I was gonna say that I was gonna kick the lizard man's head through the portal, but now I don't think that's a good idea. You can totally do that if you want. I want to kick the man's head through the portal. Alright, so you kick Dragon Bait's severed head through the portal into Neverwinter, and it falls on some poor commoner. 
some some Wait, poor commoner I... in Neverwinter is just like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> there's a laughing. severed head just kind of falls out of a portal <laughs> in the Arctis's sky. Head at Trey. Arctis's head is still intact. Oh. Uh, but as this is happening, um, what's uh, what's everyone doing? Because Thera is just holding out the ring, holding out her hand for the ring, expectantly, and she's kind of starts to starts to cock her head a little bit at the confusion as Elena just turns to square up with her. She looks at the portal and is like, what is that? What is going on here? I... Uh, I... Sneak the ring and jump through the portal. Don't, don't jump, jump through the, the portal. portal. Why? dumb. It's You're gonna get... never winter. I don't think he'd be able to come back. It's never winter, baby. You'd be freezing. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be out of the campaign. Uh, <laughs> You could do it. But I really no longer have Well, I, oh, wait, I, mean, I, I think I think we could have someone teleport you back, but it would be like, like yeah, then you could probably get a teleport back if you wanted. We could we can make it work. I don't know. I don't know how I want to proceed, but I need to convince Sierra. Like me as a player doesn't know how to do it. Figure something out. <laughs> Say something. I. I just. I, I want. I want to just be like, hey, so... <sighs> um, she kind of looks back and oh, forth between it, between um, Elena and Nim expectantly and like... Oh, I have an idea, but I don't know if it would work. But Emily, idea? go. Emily, go. Um, doesn't she believe that the raven person is the same thing as her deity thing? Could we convince her or something that that deity needs this for this potentially you have, to, you, have to, you have to put it into words that would that would be deception but i, don't know I think that, that would be deception, deception. I, I have a plus 11 in deception you don't know what to say so <laughs> we the players are just trying to help the other player with a good yeah. argument potential yeah. gonna, none of our I characters would... are interacting this is just nim what if we try and we... trigger for the portal we can try trick no, through the portal. She's a giantess in the middle of a jungle. She's gonna miss the cold. I kind of wanna try to explain to her and persuade her of what uh, Emma had said to maybe try and convince her to make a deal with the Zentarum. Or the Zent whatever. The Zent. This one? No. What? what? I'm very confused. Me too. Really? Oh, like a uh, like deal? Did you say deal with or make a deal with? Make a deal. Where are you? Make frozen? a deal with Rory. Looks like they've frozen. Oh, okay. Um, I was gonna say we can try because she was talking about how we could try and reunite the little people with the giants. So be like, now what is the what's the point of just handing it to you and to make it a grand gesture of the little people. Rory, unfortunately, is frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe their computer crashed or something. They're typing. Oh. Hold on, give them a second. They're typing. Okay. I want to do Emma's idea. Okay. <laughs> convince right, which... her to... Essentially convince her to try to deal with the Zentarum herself. So we're say like, hey, we have to give this back to the Zentarum, but you can go and try to talk with them and try to get it back. Work on your diplomacy, you're gonna become a queen, so you need to be able to, like, 
Yeah, because we have to give it to our bosses or else our asses are gonna get fried. Okay. Uh, um, Elena is, is uh, with all of your passives, you can see Elena is very, she's sweating a little bit, and she's very, like, nervously looking back at the portal. Can I cross for the visitation to refresh her? I'm going to go into her head real quick as Allery and say, let Nim try to do her thing. If not, we're prepared to defend you. She, she, She can answer back, right? Yes. Okay. So she says, she, uh, you eventually, uh, very quickly hear a response. And that says, if you don't figure something out soon, she's going to die. And it won't be by my hand. We know. We know. By whose? Um, the, the lady who's about to come out, whom I'm thinking is, um, I Holly don't remember Ford. her name, but the dragon rider Holly, lady. Holly Afford. From my knowledge of magic, what would happen if I poke my head through? Would I be like thrown through it, or would just my head go through it? You, you would just kind of, your head would go, you would be able to see on the other side. I want to oh, see on the other side. Okay. Anyone else doing like... anything? Um, Allery is still Move watching. Your token. Um, All right. What if I push Trey into the portal? No, no bitch. <laughs> this right. is why I can't blow it. Now, I thought I heard someone else say they wanted to jump in the portal. Did, the, did that, was that Dune again? That was nonsense. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was garbage. That was okay. nothing. I'm just going to move the shadow. Okay, so Trey, as you uh, take a second to stick your head through, I want to go back to, to Nim here in a second. And uh, Nim is, oh no, the cameras. Ah. All right, I'm going to turn the cameras off temporarily. So we're going to go to audio only just for a second because all the cameras are a little messed. Anyone know what, what happened to Rory? Rory is typing. Discord said no, I need to restart iPad. Oh, okay. All right. So I think if we give... Do you want to maybe do like a quick five or something? Yeah, okay. Can... That's that, that's a good idea. So let's take... Um, let's take a 10-minute break for our technical issues, which we are plagued <laughs> with tonight. And uh, we'll be back in 10 minutes. So everyone, uh, take this time. In the, it's a very tense situation, but we'll come back in 10 minutes. We'll try again. <laughs> Um, so it's 11.34, so at 11.44 I will be back. Uh, I'm going to... This is why we don't make friends of NPCs. Yeah. Because right. now you can't just kill them outright. I mean, we still could. It's just called the betrayal. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> Look. It's not going to be us who kills or... <laughs> Right. So, be... um, official 10 minute break. We're going to go to break stream but here. Like, if All right. So I'm going to run an ad her. break and we'll be back uh, at 11.35 for anyone on the Twitch stream. So thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll be back in 10 minutes. I don't need to kill her, but if we did, it would look cool as shit. You know? Both are correct. That's what I was talking about. I don't know who you're all talking about. Thank you. Flattery, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Actually, you jacket, baby. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Polly and Pan, so it's safe to assume that I have a crush on everyone as like a default. <laughs> I did not need the call out. I didn't need that call out. <laughs> Youch. Just as, as uh, a default. As a default, I'm probably interested. Pan problems. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
I'm so glad that you've uh, said this because that is a very big problem. <laughs> Why did my TV just unmute? It's constantly being attracted to people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that is that's a big, a big issue with 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 Pam, and it's 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 one of those things where like just growing up, it would be like be like oh you know like before people really talking about pansexuality the thing where like oh you know Aaron's attracted to everyone you know here we go again and it was just like that's like no it's i'm pan you know i just it's the attraction is when you ask me what's my type the answer is yes <laughs> i sent a picture of holly out to the thing if you want to see the hot lady i found the picture that Aaron was using for her oh yeah okay. You so. guys get ready to see Emily blush. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? So now One that we have returns, Nim, yeah. what are you doing? I'm gonna talk to Vera. <laughs> the portal now is starting to spark with electrical energy. To I'm gonna say, do you remember? Uh, yeah. Do you remember back when we met at oh, in the forest? Who is this? Um, I, I definitely felt comfortable with you in the forest that day, that night, because you just you gave off this air that at first meeting new people I'm always terrified I I don't know if I can trust people it's scary world um, but you I, I felt comfortable and that's why I very easily stepped out and why I just thought flower that was so beautiful belongs with someone who's just as beautiful as you are and it just warmed my heart for your reaction because I knew I had put my trust in a good place. The problem here lies that people we're working for are also after this ring and I just I fear for my life if they don't get it. I just, I don't know what's gonna happen to me or my friends, my, my companions over here. I don't know what could happen with all of us. And I don't wanna cause discourse with you either in this moment because of that trust that we felt and But I cannot, in good faith, figure this out right now, because they really do want it, and that portal is probably, there's probably something about to happen here, and I just don't want you to get hurt if you're going to be fighting for the ring, and I cannot imagine that happening. Just. I understand. You're an amazing fighter. I've, I've witnessed it. Your, your passion. 
but I'm just afraid how many people are about to come through this portal for this ring. And I don't know if they're the people that we're working for or someone else. And I just, I don't want you to get hurt fighting over this ring. And I understand the position that this is putting you in. And I don't want to have to break these ties with you to fight over this stupid ring. You can see your features start to soften just a little bit. She had this kind of menacing expression. She was kind of inferring what was being said, but at that she kind of just goes from a... It kind of just narrows her eyes and furrows her brow, and her expressions soften almost visibly, but very so slightly. I use minor illusion to create the same yeah. flower in front of her. So you kind of floating. You both. And at the same time, as soon as Nim sees the flower, Nim's going to hold out their hands and have the flower have the same looking flower appear in their hands in front of her. <laughs> Right. You know, looking up. Yes. Presenting her with the same flower that you had when you first met, having Trey assist you, and <clears throat> seeing her features soften, she looks at the portal that is now sparking with this white electric dis- discharge. And you can see that massive figure on the other side approaching closer and closer as you see Trey's kind of tr- uh, just Trey from the neck down with his head through the portal trying to see through as to what's happening on the other end she looks at the flower and just holds up her hands and just brushes her large giantess fingers through the illusion and just plays with it go ahead and make your persuasion check add advantage use your DM inspiration and with both of the flowers here she kind of looks over at the figure of Trey, who I think would probably mm-hmm. have had to have stick his head back through the portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to, and so you're, you saw something approaching, but then you realize that you should probably focus on this. So you couldn't really take stock of what was happening through the portal. Your eyes hadn't adjusted yet. So Trey looking over at Thera. Thera looks over at Trey, smiles at Trey, as she looks at the flower that you had helped create. And then back of the flower that Nim had presented. So that's a 20. A dirty, so that's a dirty 20. Go ahead and add your... Ooh, nice. Okay. 28. Go ahead and give yourself your DM inspiration. Give it back to yourself for that speech. So you have it moving forward. She just kind of plays with the flower on your roll of 28. And kind of gives you a look of knowing frustration and like a that you owe me one kind of look. You know that look that's like. And as this happens, Trey, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. Son of a. Okay. Oh, he's standing right at the portal. You're standing <laughs> at the portal, buddy. What are you doing? On, what are you doing? Guess what? Natural one. You all hear kind of like a muffled roar that just gets louder and louder and bursting through the portal, knocking Trey onto the ground. Trey, you take 
Carnova. Take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. You deserve can I just, it. And you can fall I just prone. That back up? <laughs> can I just use my lay on hands to get that back up? Uh, you can in a minute. But <laughs> okay. crashing through the portal with a screech and a roar that kind of makes the very pyramid itself start to tremble and shake. You see a large adult white dragon. <laughs> with two riders. Three riders. Three. Bursting through the portal, the dragon lands atop the temple with a <laughs> as his tail just and Thera has to duck and it's telegraphed and it's not trying to hit Thera, but she just she has to duck as the tail just and there is a rider atop it and leaping down, taking positions. On the top of the pyramid is a green dragonborn and a six foot nine, uh, six foot nine barbarian-looking woman. Not a Goliath, but she is this really intimidating, just tall woman with this nasty-looking uh, warhammer and this kind of dapper black suit. Just kind of—it's uh, basically just a suit jacket and like a leather harness. But she's got like the suit jacket over her leather, over her leathers, wow. and just kind of jumps down. And she's got these uh, these black leather, these um, black kind of um, leather pants, and these uh, brown, these like brownish black boots. And she kind of falls down to one knee with her warhammer, uh, kind of at the ready. And then this green dragonborn with this nasty-looking glowing green sword that has this kind of sickly-looking energy surrounding it. And she's wielding a two-handed greatsword. And the dragon lets out this bellowing roar. This... As you see the visage of Dreadlord Halia Thornton herself. I'm going to share some of these images. Oh no. Oh, I see. Who? Isn't the Dreadlord like the high one of like Ethan Tarola yes. is a Dreadlord, yeah? Yes. Oh. And I'm pretty sure she's the most powerful one because she has a fucking white dragon. Oh, she's and hot. Halia Zarga. And this is, yeah. Hot ice, Halia. Oh my god, they're so They're also hot. hot. Sarah's in front of me. Sarah's in front of me. Sarah's in front of me. And you can see Elena just kind of taking a step back as the dragon just and kind of looks over and kind of gazes out across the party. Allery's just gonna give us a little shout out to you and come run back over here. The the barbarian Thera kind of takes a step back and just looks over at Nim and just puts with a warhammer in one hand, just puts one hand back and steps and proudly plants the warhammer into the ground with a thud. As the Dreadlord kind of slides off the dragon, being assisted by the screen dragonborn and by Velia, and it makes her way down to the steps and over towards 
your guide. <laughs> Over towards Elena. And she just kind of looks and gazes over at all of you, slowly, one by one. Looks back up at the Frost Giant. And the Frost Giant speaks before anyone else can. I am Thera Permafrost. I represent the I represent the interest of Frost Giant kind. We too have been searching for this artifact. But one of your agents, who I've grown quite fond of, has assured me that we can continue to cooperate in the future. The Ring of Winter, as you know, is a priceless ancient artifact of my people. My attachments to one of your own have made me sensitive to your interests. But I have been assured by the others in your party that we can form a mutually beneficial alliance moving forward. And that we can somehow work to address perhaps some sort of a shared use of the Ring of Winter, or form some kind of cooperative alliance based on the power. I'm sure you know, and she's like, kind of just stops listening and holds out her hands towards Elena, and Elena just immediately gives Halia the ring. <laughs> and not letting the giant finish, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Be what? Everybody. Nothing that fun, here I come. Natural 20. <laughs> All right, as as you're getting up, you brace yourself for a second impact. <laughs> I rolled a nat 1 and then a nat 20. <laughs> All right, so I want to roll for... Dexterity saving throws. Put the shadow up. Oh yeah, okay. Ain't nobody knocking me on my ass. I rolled a nat 20, but I only got a 21. Alright. So, Nim, Nim, Allery, and the giant. Let's say, Hella kind of gets pushed back into kind of the side of the pillar here, but is able to stabilize. And... Elena herself. A dexterity saving throw, yeah. So, Elena, uh, Allery, Elena, Allery, Nim, and the Frost Giant. Dune's good, Reese is good. Okay, so everyone else is pushed back 10 feet and knocked prone as this massive surge of energy as Halia places her hand on the ring, just and this ring of kind of what's almost like an icy cloud of frost just erupts in every direction. Even the giant herself is kind of knocked back to one knee. And anyone who failed again is knocked back ten feet and knocked prone. Yeah, move myself. As the Did entire I pyramid now is Which yes, you made it. Thrown? Uh, what's that? Which icon is thrown? Uh, whatever one you want to use. There's one of, like, someone that is kind of on all fours. You can probably oh, use that one. Yeah, I did that one. Okay, yep. And the entirety of the pyramid now is engulfed in this natural storm of ice. You cannot see anything 
around you within 60 feet. There's just this encircling cone of wintry energy that has surrounded. And as she kind of holds up perfect timing with the music, kind of holds up the ring and kind of slides it onto one gloved hand. And the energy is emanating from Halia. And you can see her blade kind of start to glow with this blue energy. And this kind of swirling magic is just kind of seems to emanate from her and the dragon just seems to be relishing in this magic and as you can see her eyes start to turn blue as this happens like bright blue and this kind of magical smoke and steam is emanating from her eyes and it remains as she kind of looks at all of you and looks at elena who is slowly starting to get back up from being knocked back so we have yeah Elena's having a rough day. Yeah. yeah. Also, did I manage to get back up? And yes, and as she speaks, her voice kind of just echoes a little bit. And it kind of echoes into the sky and it starts to snow on the pyramid. And ice icicles begin to form on the sides of the central temple. And she just kind of closes her fist, her eyes still glowing blue. As everyone is kind of like, has this moment. And she finally speaks, and you can see, like, as the wind is blowing her hair, that she has the eye patch over her right eye. It's kind of like a reinforced armored eye patch, but there's still kind of smoke coming, with blue smoke coming out from behind it. And she just kind of looks over at all of you and says, as her voice echoes, Well done, Sintarum. Well done. Consider yourselves all due for a promotion. Whatever rank you were before, you are now all one higher. <laughs> and give if and tell row of my regards. Come visit us in Neverwinter. When you have the time. When you're done with your mission here. Oh, we will. I am eager for you to see the work that I've been doing in the north. And the work that is yet to be completed. And she kind of starts, and her voice is still kind of echoing. She makes her way back over to the pyramid, and she's helped up by this green dragonborn. And the barbarian kind of jumps, kind of on her on, just kind of is able to jump up and swing herself back up to the second, the first layer on her own. And she just very casually just kind of grabs hold of one of the side saddles and throws herself up on top of the dragon. Whose eyes also, as she gets back on the saddle, the eyes of the dragon also turn blue and start to smoke with this energy as her other two companions get back on the dragon and says and I'm glad we didn't have any issues here congratulations to all of you you're forever in the debt of the dread lord of the north and the dragon lets out this another kind of ear piercing roar as Thera just kind of is a little bit speechless as she kind of tries to get herself back up and looks over at the giant and says, Frost Giant could be useful in Neverwinter. If you want to seek me out, you know where to find me. The dragon bellows one more time before slowly starting to flap its wings. And takes off in the direction of the portal with another growl and a roar. And as they do, 
this massive gust of wind almost kind of you're all ready for it this time as you're all getting yourselves back up you brace as this massive gust of wind just and it's stinging burning wind that is just whipping in every direction and your face burns and the snow falls from the sky and icicles begin to form on the tips of your nose and fingers and you have to kind of just your hands are starting to go numb and as she bursts through the portal the portal itself just shrinks and fizzles out and that ball of arcane energy stops glowing and all the runes fall silent and it clicks back into place once more as like Mallory oh, his T pose on the ground and just like I fucking hate when they do that. After like that, yeah, Trey just gonna stand there during this whole mission. I wonder <laughs> if we'll get another. Trey just stands there. It's like a fucking promotion. That's it. What the fuck? Dude's <laughs> gonna go up to Elena and be like, "You had that on you this whole time, and you didn't mention it. What the fuck?" Had a very specific use. <laughs> also, what rank are we technically? We were, we were wolves, before. right? And so now, what's we were wolves. You're all vipers now. Fangs now, right? Oh no, we're all vipers. But oh, viper. But being a viper gives you access to faction training, which can allow you to learn a skill, uh, which can allow you to learn a trade skill of your choice. Purchase magical armor and magical items. There are, yes, and uh, magical armor and two. Ma so there are two magical items that you can purchase, and there is also magical armor that you can have forged. You can get um, different types of magical armor. It's a little bit more expensive. I'm but I want magical armor. Yeah, but it, it, it gives no you money. access. Well, it gives you access to to purchase um, to uh, to purchase faction items faction armor, all of which are magical, and again, uh, learning a, uh, a trade skill of your choice. Now, would we be able to take advantage of that, considering we're in the jungle? We can make that work. Okay. Somehow. Okay. The thing is, we I have, have no a, uh, yeah, I have uh, a way to make that work. Well, you can, you can have I'm trying to think here for a second. I mean, we've got some money from the the uh, dragon, or not dragon, crocodile, crocodile man eater. Thing. Everyone, make, yeah, everyone, same. make a perception check. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh, oh boy. Thirteen. Twenty-three. Allery is tea posing on the ground. Uh. All right. All right. Gotcha. Nim. On the grounds, on the grounds, okay, Nim and Reese, on the ground where the portal was, there is a, um, there is an off-green satchel that was tossed through the portal at the last second by the green dragonborn. Just on the ground. I'll pick it up, since I'm right there, I guess. Okay. Okay. It is just a large sack that's pretty heavy. Okay, I'll go pick it up. Okay. Um, you should pick it up. If it's pretty heavy, you should pick it up. There's this, there's this collection of um, overgrown moss over here, and which is kind of where it landed. 
you know, blends in okay. with the area. But it was tossed out by the green dragonborn at the last second through the portal. And that's all right. Uh, yes. I pick it up and open it. Okay. There is a total of. Actually, I got to do the conversion. The conversion. It's heavy. It's, it's not heavy. heavy. It's gold. We just been running around getting dirty in this forest. Uh, I don't think we just got a promotion, y'all. I don't think that was all we got. Did we get a payday? Did we get a paycheck? <laughs> a heavy payday? A heavy I'm payday? Gotta get I'm the currency really converter monthly. here. Get a monthly on the paycheck. This okay, is... coin converter. <laughs> it was like, I can convert. Let me convert. If it's copper, I'm gonna. Oh my god. It's like two copper each. <laughs> there is. Inside, there are. Let's see. Two, four. Six, eight, platinum. Then there is one thousand platinum. Oh, I guess that's pretty <laughs> easy to split. Uh, one, yeah. two, Holy three, shame. four, five. Are we just playing right. it with so us? What if I just keep this a secret and no one else can? What if I just there's well, between me and Nim? And me and Nim only will. Yeah, yeah you don't you don't you don't have you don't have to give the, the NPCs anything. We can we can hand wave okay. that. We can say, you know, we we can say that that okay. that uh, so we can say that there was twelve hundred, but there wasn't do you know what I mean? Yeah, there was enough to give yeah. the NPCs their equal share. Yes. Yep, there's there there is enough to pay the NPCs. It's there, but it isn't. It's it's there for you to give to them, but it's not there for you to add to your totals. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like one of those DM MacGuffin things that we can say where you know I'll say don't worry about the NPCs, but there's enough kind of already. Each? Yeah, big two hundred platinum each. Big pog, big pog for sure. Yeah, you all get two hundred platinum a piece. One oh, platinum like, each. But it, but it's also it's also very it's also very centaurum to just kind of be like yeah here's your money. <laughs> The last second, no, just toss a coin like, sack through the portal. Isn't platinum ten gold pieces? Yeah, yeah. That's two. Gold. That's two thousand gold pieces for all of you. Thousand gold pieces. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dracula slash Alucard is running the money. Big pog, big pog is for so all. Of you. I just pick up the satchel, look inside it, and I go, "You guys, we just got paid and promoted." <laughs> also, About time. Also, cat. Yes, I know. Cat from the other games. It's like. Whoa. Satara did leave in point. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, you go yeah. get lost in the jungle for a long ass time, and then they'll pay you two hundred platinum after like how long has it been? Two weeks? A week and a half? <laughs> Just and trudging. So like, yeah, we can abandon you into a for into a jungle real fast. But hey, here's two hundred platinum. Um, Catch you later. <laughs> we probably won't give you anything else until you know you leave. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do have a question. Technically, can I go to Valendra to get a gift, or do we still need to go into the temple? <clears throat> you can hear I'm from... Curious. You can... I am interested in going into yeah. the temple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, me too. Um, I want my gift. Before... There is before also the gift. That, I... Yeah, I want my gift. What's the gift? Before we do that, can I... I don't know. 
That's why I'm very curious about my Sorry, gift. Before we do the gift, can I do something? I've been trying to talk. Absolutely. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna let's everyone please give the floor to Rory. Yeah, I'm just gonna turn to Sierra and just be like I can't even begin to thank you so much. I I cannot express how much I owe you for that. That was... Thank you. Thank you so much. Is our friend disappearing? Yeah, okay. Bye. Wait, who the fuck was that? Who knows? Remember that D100 you rolled? Mm-hmm. Where I said it was in Tarim. Technically, technically uh, as written in the book, your D100 is in Tarim. So during that session, I immediately started working on that, what that meant. But in the book, I think they're running off the general assumption that it's going to be an encounter for most of you. Maybe like aggressive, uh, an aggressive mercenary band, much like yourselves, who are in search of a relic, who have conflicting interests. But in this case, with you being Centaurum, I had to make an adjustment on the fly. So I added being such a high number, being 100, it had to be something special. So we added the interaction with Forest Grey, which resulted in the blessing of the Raven Queen by proxy. But that also, it gave you a slight advantage here in this fight. So the D100, because you are Centaurum, I didn't want to take having an advantage away from you. So basically, it, that got you that assassin crit at the beginning. To it makes sure that dragon bait really, but really the MVP here is Allery, with that yeah. with natural one with the sucking them out because they were just gonna run away, but sucking them out of the dimension yeah. door. Um, I I know you're probably not gonna say. Was that bitch multi-classing rogue ranger? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing with Astrid. Because I was like, did, did she just sneak attack? Anyway. <laughs> All of you can make a history yeah. check. If you want. Anyone that wants to make a history check, go ahead and make a history check. Trying to... I don't have I'm not proficient, <clears throat> but I'll do it. Yeah. Does, no proficiency 12. required for this check. No, I got a 13. Okay. I got a dirty 20. Nice. That's the DC. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to message Reese. Oh. You get a special secret. <laughs> and do it this what you will. I'm going to take a second. My L, where are you? Let me just drink some water out of my giant ice cream. Oh, fuck. I keep forgetting water is a thing. Yeah, dude, I've got. Everybody. I'm gonna do a hydrate check. Alrighty, that's interesting. I just feel like we all need a hydrate check. Alright, so yeah, so Reese, uh, Reese is the only one that might have some insight into that. But as you all stand atop the broken bodies of Arctis Climber and Dragonbait, having recently encountered the Dreadlord Holly Thornton of Neverwinter herself, what are the rest oh. of you doing? Uh, can I look for their weapons? Go ahead, yep. Yeah. 
Uh, make, make an investigation check. Ah, oh, shit. I only have a plus one bone. Okay. I would love to go 14. to the temple. No, 15. 15. I also oh. want to investigate any stuff they're holding. Like... Okay. So, do you want to give Trey? Trey's already investigating and has not rolled yet. Would you like to give Trey uh, advantage? Uh, would you like to, or, or would you like to do your own? No, do do your own because your investigation is probably a I lot higher than mine. Okay. I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. So you Nothing find this You find an additional twenty. Oh, you have plus ten. You find an additional twenty-three platinum pieces. 50 and 57 gold pieces and Can you say that again? 45 there's no copper I think they're it. Yep. so you find an additional 23 platinum 57 gold and 45 silver are you sharing that with the party dude that's what dune I finds mean, the road, dune finds dude. the dune finds the money sack <laughs> i'm looking for we'll probably weapons. share with trey since we're the ones looking at the bodies okay, okay. So, can we split that? Two? Yeah. Uh, 11, uh, 11. Kind of a difficult number to split, but that's what there is. Sorry. Just, if it's an odd, just give the extra to Dune. Okay. Because Dune um, found the money pouch. That's fair. You also find... Ooh. Hashtag rogue thing. You also find a rather... Intimidating-looking, ornate dagger with runes carved into the blade itself, uh, with a masterwork leather-reinforced handle and um, a custom-made pommel at the far end of uh, the handle end of the dagger itself, and a an ornate-looking longsword that has sort of gold and uh, silver filigree wrapped around the uh, the handguard and the hilt as well. Interesting. Hey, um, what's your name? Reese. Do you still have any more of the, like, detect magic thing? The what thing? The detect magic. So, uh, magic yeah, awareness. So Elena has... I have one more of that. Elena has unlimited use of detect magic, but not identify. Mallory has identified, but it takes me like a ritual to cast it. Yeah. Is that ten minutes or an hour? Um, for your uh, it doesn't say an hour. What my thing does, it lets me um see the school of magic if it's a spell. Um and just lets me know if there's magical objects around. Yeah, so so you can tell, um unless you want to have Ana uh Ana, Elena do it. Yeah, you want let Elena do it. All right, so Elena yeah. just giving a cursory glance over, um, her eyes kind of, uh, kind of glossing over with this. I want of... that dagger. I want the longsword. <laughs> her eyes glossing over with this kind of shadowy magic. She looks at it after a couple of minutes and is able to kind of snap back to reality. Well, these two weapons are certainly magical. Certainly. Allery will look over and say, I'll identify them, but I want to go in the temple. Could you identify them first? I'm very curious. Dune will be like, please! I think you should hold them hostage so Trey comes into the temple with us. No. Tell you what, I'll identify one of them. And then yeah. when we leave the temple, I'll identify the other. Dagger Dune. first, come Dune. on. 
Sword. Dagger first. Flip a coin. You, you hear at this point, you hear this kind of serpentine voice coming from inside the pyramid that kind of echoes oh. in all of your minds. And as you all are kind of shocked to hear this, kind of arguing outside amongst the bodies, you start to see a shape emerge from the mist as you all kind of gaze into the center, to the shadows in the center of this pyramid. You can see a shape begin to emerge in the shadows and smoke as the snow by the way is continuing to fall it's lessening a little bit but there is a about an inch of snow now on the top of this pyramid and as the voice speaks the snow begins to lessen and the dark storm clouds that had surrounded the temple that were directly above you that were causing this falling snow slowly begin to dissipate as the snow eventually slowly but surely begins to subside and as you walk kind of gaze into the smoke and steam coming from inside the temple you can make out the visage of a massive guardian naga taking shape in the shadows not quite parting the mists but making itself known Allery was like hand- held out their hand for Dune's dagger and then saw this and immediately started walking over there and just forgot. And it says, Stop! Approach no further. I won't come any further. You have desecrated this temple and the sanctity of Oralunga. I'm so sorry. Is there any way we could. You are all villains, irredeemable beyond. I've heard that before. Is she wrong? Beyond any stretch of imagination. Beyond any hope of redemption. (laughs) Well, now. Okay. Take the knowledge which you seek and remove yourself from my temple immediately. Knowledge? the smoke begins to, the smoke and steam from inside the temple begins to like waft out and kind of cover the snow covered ground. As it does, the snow begins to melt and water begins to trickle off the side of the pyramid. And the temperature begins to rise slightly. And Thera says, I was just getting comfortable here. Do we get like a question each? What's the kind of situation? Yeah, I definitely was thinking that this was maybe kind of desecrating this temple. But yes, I immediately but... thought that. I was kind of hoping we would be able to get them off the temple before we fought them, but there is yeah. no stopping Elena. The smoke is approaching Allery. Do you let it? What do you do? Can I use an arcana check to kind of try to determine the nature of the smoke? Absolutely. Good roll an arcana check. Can I approach oh. Money. Nim just like is like, hey, I th- I think we might be overstaying our welcome. Uh, Thera Thera looks at at N- Nim. What was your specific question to Thera again? Said, man, I said something really from the heart and whatnot, but now I forgot. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> I I remember I remember the the gist. I just didn't know if you said anything anything else after. There wasn't really a question. It was yeah. just. Yeah, it so, was more of an implied, I don't know how I can make this up to you sort of thing yeah. without actually saying that. It was just like, a, you didn't have to do what you did, but you did, and I am 
so grateful for that. So she gets down on, on one knee and holds out a hand to you as this is as the smoke is coming out of the temple. We're going to pause there for a second and go back to Allery. 19, the smoke does not appear to be harmful, but it's kind of creeping out of the temple at a rapid pace and also beginning to melt the snow. Do you relay that information to everyone else? Yeah, um, Allery will in the head of Trey will say, will you quietly let everyone know that the smoke does not appear to be harmful um but to be wary and then allery will uh speak up to the naga i say that out loud i just relayed this information out loud to everyone i figure it's a little less weird than the person who's staring at the naga um allery will say you asked you said we were speak seeking information do you have knowledge to share no response. But as the smoke begins to engulf you, and Elena kind of was rolling herself backward, but as you relay that it doesn't seem to be harmful, she stops and I'm just about done with all of this fuckery and kind of lets the smoke just fucking else kind of engulf both her and Allery. And as you breathe in the smoke, you have this moment where your eyes just dilate and you can see just yourself in an out-of-body experience. And for all of you that uh, that let the smoke envelop you, does anyone not get into the smoke before I continue? After Allery relays, it's not harmless. Or it's not, I it's not harmful. Do. I get in. But it's, it's going to eventually... Okay, it's going to eventually encompass the whole top of the terrace, and as it does again, the snow begins to melt, and the clouds, the dark, almost black storm clouds that were pouring snow on you from above also begin to part and the temperature rises and you can feel the rays of the sun above the jungle of Chult once more. And as the snow is melting, all of you have this moment where as you breathe in the smoke, you just, your eyes grow wide and you are, you have this out-of-body experience where you're kind of sucked up above the pyramid and your collective consciousness, your third eye kind of turns toward a southeastern portion of the peninsula of Cholton. You can see the entire peninsula from a bird's eye view, and you're lurched forward once more, almost whiplash, but you don't feel pain or discomfort. You're just kind of sucked through time and space and towards this large city as you go back through the canopy, and you see before you a large city full of Naga and undead and witch doctors that are practicing ancient necromantic magics of the Yanti in this ancient city. And your consciousness is ripped below you. And you're ripped down to another level where you can see this in the darkness. Just this ancient tomb and you rip down to another level and another and another and finally you reach this large chamber where you can see just shadows in the chamber and there is this large molten pit of lava and this bridge that spans it which leads to a large central platform and in this platform you can see a large glass cylindrical container of some kind that contains this misshapen form 
this vague misshapen form and you can see this billowing figure of pure shadow eclipsing this glass cylinder and you can see that his head slowly turns over his shoulder and as this happens before you can identify exactly what's happening you are sucked back through time and space out of this chamber and as you stop briefly at a large obelisk this and just float there for a second a large black obelisk before you're sucked back through the jungle up through the canopy and you have the bird's eye view once more and you're sucked back into the current time and present and your eyes kind of return to a normal dilation once more and as they do the smoke begins to retract inside the temple and the shape of the guardian naga begins to fade and it says now you have what you seek Remove yourselves from this sacred place, villains. Allery will bow their head and say, immediately. Uh, and uh, I'm going to have... I'm so sorry. I know you want to say something, Trey, but give me one second. Allery is going to have um, the shadow spirit or shadow spawn mm-hmm. pick up both of the corpses and drag them off and is going to press to digitation the area where the blood was spilt. Okay, so the shadow demon and kind of displaces through the space between it and the bodies and begins to this kind of large what turns into um this unidentified shape of shadows just begins to drag the two bodies off the side of the pyramid and into the distance through the water now which is cascading off the side of the pyramid just these two bodies sloshing through this water that has that is now kind of trickling off the sides of the pyramid you know what? Maybe I didn't kill that guy, but I didn't kill someone on sacred ground, so I think it's a win. <laughs> I don't care much and for it. I have a question. You can hear the body as the <laughs> as the shadow just drags, and you like you hear a you hear a, <laughs> a crack as the bodies fall down to the next layer, and then another distant crack <laughs> as yeah, the um... shadow just drags these bodies off the side of the pyramid. That's gonna hurt in the morning. So go ahead, uh, try. You know, How far can the shadow get away from you? That's a good question. Allery, do you have the answer to that? It doesn't have a limit according okay. to the spell. Like, I can cast it within 90 feet, but it doesn't say that, like, anything... The only thing that makes it go away is if it drops to zero hit points or the spell ends. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I was just gonna ask if the fact that, like, the inside of the cylinder thing, there was, like, pure shadows and there was a face in it, is it very, was it similar to how in Vecna's Fortress uh, the shadow was kind of trapped or powering? Seems completely different. It's similar okay. in certain ways, but it seemed like that the, the, whatever the delivery mechanism was or the intention was, compl- the intention itself seemed to be completely different. And there was there was a shadow outside of the cylinder. Right, okay. and, and the shadow was what looked over its, sh- its shoulder. There was a second misshapen, uh, there was a second solid but misshapen form inside of the cylinder behind this shadowy figure that was eclipsing the cylinder. So there's something inside of this glass cylinder. All right, well, making my way downtown, walking fast to get my gift from Belindra. You hear like one final like slap and smack of bodies on wet ground as they reach the Great. next layer <laughs> in the distance. 
Uh, there is like a trail of blood also that's being dragged down the pyramid now. Oh, there's some water trickling down. Allery will assume that washes off. Allery's okay. just gonna clean up the main spot and then head out. All right. And uh, as the smoke begins to retract in the temple, the face of the guardian Naga says once more, it is a sad day in time. Maybe. When those with dark hearts are the only that can save the realm. And it just, the smoke begins to swirl on the inside of the temple. And though the figure disappears, there is still this smoke that lingers. Well. Well, I'm going to Valindra. I'm curious. I want this gift. I'm not about to wait two weeks to find out what this gift is. Yeah, Trey just starts making his way down the steps. What, what are the rest of yeah. you doing? Yeah. Allery's following. All right. We and did kind of get kicked out. Vera? And as you... What was that, um, Emily? This is Era? Emily didn't say anything. Oh. Uh, I did. Okay. I said Thera. Oh, Thera. Okay. She looks, uh, she's down on one knee now and she looks at you and she says, yes. No, I'm saying, are, are, can we cut back to... Right, yeah. She... Away from yeah, no, she was... Right, because there was put... smoke. Yeah. Nim had put their hand on... Mm -hmm hers but you know i assume it's like her hand their hands on like a finger yeah she has very large hands <laughs> they're cold to the touch i still keep my hand there and then the smoke happened i guess around that time i, I was just waiting to see if she was gonna say anything yeah, she looks at you and she says, No, I never thought it was possible. It's strange. I don't understand it myself. That I can have such a connection to a small folk. don't know what to make of my emotions and the feelings that I am experiencing in my heart are strange, unusual, none that I have ever experienced before. But I lament the fact that, at least not to my knowledge, we cannot meet on common ground. If there be a way to do I... so, I would very much will it to be so. If a way to do so arises in the future, I will definitely let you know. Perhaps there is some wizard or magic user of some kind, a shaman of my people, but not that I'm aware of, at least as far as Uth, between both Uthgardian and giant magic that can put us on even ground. But perhaps one of your wizards will be able to find a way to make it so that we can meet on common ground and I've given up a great sacrifice for you today, Nim. 
because I, I understand. And I would she, not cut her off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you say you say, and she kind of holds up a, holds up a large finger and she says, because to me, and I don't know how to explain this to myself. I feel that our connection. That's my connection to you, your connection to me. Whatever this strange connection is. Is worth it. Perhaps I can find other ways to make a name for myself. But if I can do it with you by my side, if that is your intention as you made it seem, I suppose that would make it all worth it, wouldn't it? I believe so. What, what are your plans from here? I don't think I have any. Find a way for us to meet on common ground? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. This yeah, the, I mean, the enlarged spell. spell. Enlarged yeah. spell? Enlarged. Enlarge? Yeah. That is a spell a, you can a learn. A little blue pill. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> you just all, give all she said was meat. Said, label, Eat this. <laughs> she doesn't mean on common ground, but Allery will probably be like, mm, I don't know what that means. Trey's confused. Reese uh, is fully walking away knowing what's happening. Just like, okay. Nim, Nim just responds, I'll definitely also be on the lookout for anything of the sort. I know we'll probably be back to traveling by river, but I really wish that there was some way for you to accompany us, but I'm not sure where you're going from here. But I definitely will find a way to meet on common ground. And I want you to know that I absolutely feel the same. I have a camp anchored on the northwestern coast, just at the edge of the mountains. It's where I landed in my longship. And it is where I have a small base of operation, so to speak, hidden in a small alcove. Well, small to me, large to all of you. I think I have a lot to think on. If you follow the mountains around to the northwest and circle around to the coastline, quite literally cannot miss this large cavern. It is just beyond the first bend of the mountains, through the water and tucked into a small alcove. So long as you follow these directions, when you are done with your business here, when you are done with your business here, I hope you will find a way back to me. 
She looks back at the mountains behind her. Shouldn't be too hard to find. It's not that long of a trek from here. But I would hope that by then, potentially, we have found a way to meet on common ground. For now, I will maintain this encampment and suppose I could clear my head with some hunting. If you have a way to message me in the meantime, to let me know that you want me to stay and wait, then that can be arranged. I... I do. You remember when I... kind of popped into your head? Before I'll... and them gestures around this? I do, though it was a little bit garbled. Yeah. The magic of this that, place. Yeah. The barrier thing. Um, it'll be a lot clearer. And I'll be able to do that. Again. I hope you do. Please stay in touch. We can call it writing to each other, in a way, through our minds. Absolutely. And then just goes... <laughs> Nim just kind of, like, puts both hands into one hand and just, like, kind of leans down. She kind of gets down on both knees and kind of puts her hands under her chest like that and kind of just um, gets a little bit. She's gets this large giant is shifting on top of the, it is kind of, she kind of makes herself comfortable and just at least a little bit down in your height. And she just kind of brings her face close to yours and says, I'm looking forward to it. And you can feel the chill kind of in your face now, but you're, Face to face with her now. Uh, I would take one of my hands and just like caress her cold, cold cheek. <laughs> yeah, so they're not. She is, I think, <laughs> yeah, a little bit shorter for a frost giant. She is, but... She's cold to the touch, but not. I would try and reach up, okay, and see. I don't know how the height difference is with her on her knees. So, so the I way assume that, like, if she would bend down with me. Yeah, the, the the way that she is right now, you're basically face to face. Oh yeah, we're face to face. Forgot about that. Okay. So it just kind of caressed her cheek. She smiles. Can I say, Until we meet again. And I would just kind of kiss her cheek. As you do, you can feel her get palpably warmer the touch. She blushes. And just kind of smiles and is now beaming. And just... And slowly begins to stand up. 
Grabs her hammer. And just touches her cheek. It's very nice. I like that. Nims with that little tackle. And kind of takes a step back a little bit and goes, I I need to go join the rest of my companions. What? I look forward to speaking with you and seeing you again. And perhaps if you find a way to for us to meet on common ground. When you return to the alcove, around the edge of the mountains, perhaps we can sail into the sunset together, as the poets say. Now it's Nim's turn to blush. You just want <laughs> Nim to like boats. You just hear Hella in the background, like you're the weirdest fucking people I've ever met. The fun is only just begun. <laughs> In my entire life, and just kind of deploys the um she has treads, but also the runes as well, as she just kind of starts making her way down. She's able to and there are kind of chains, and there's a special tread that allows her kind of a little bit easier to kind of get some traction on going down the stairs. <laughs> but also the runes are just giving her some extra leverage as she just makes her way down to the bottom. Um, yeah. Nim, you're gonna be like making out with your girlfriend and just like throw up. That's so good. That's so romantic. <laughs> and she just takes her large hand and blows you a kiss. And kind of just puts a hand down and leans down and And as she just blows a kiss, you can feel like a chill wind just kind of surround you. I kind of do that thing where someone's like, catch. <laughs> yeah, you just... And then I... I slowly <laughs> back up and then give her one last smile and then turn around and... Join. She does the same. Starts making her way... to the other side, towards the mountains. That was too fucking cute. That was very cute. <laughs> Gift. Uh, as Trey approaches Valindra, he's gonna be like, hope you didn't get too bored waiting. Just put Dune and... Alright. So. I have a change in music. Ooh. It's just like, how do we not die? <laughs> Alori is staring at the shadow thing, and it's when Reese walks up. Is like, what should I name it? Oh, look, it needs a name. Charlie. By the, by the way, <laughs> I am going to the information that you received. I'm going to switch maps here for a second. I have a surprise for all of you. Oh, surprise! Do Ooh, we see everything now? I have a special surprise for Trey, but for now, the wisdom at Orlunga that you had sought. Guys, I get a gift. I also love yeah. how 
disappointed that Naga was. It was like, God damn, why do the bad guys always get the cool shit? I know. It's like, why are we the bad guys, though? It's kind of funny, but... I mean, I you're mean... traveling through cosmic war criminals? You may be one of them? Question mark? Yeah, because we got to see the entire, what, southeastern coast? We got to see um, the Naga city, which I feel like the Naga should not have told us about. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, a, uh, it was a... It was a... So it's Yonti, I misspoke. Oh, ah, it's yeah. mostly Yonti. That makes way more sense. It's yeah. Omer. It's the Yonti Omer that we killed? We killed no. Yonti. Although Basically. For the no, Yonti, one of the same that ancient city in the Soulmonger, if she should have known where the ancient city was. So. No, that was bullshit. She was lying. Yeah, because she was a spy. She was lying. Right, but she still was helping us try to track down a Soulmonger. <laughs> because she was only doing that to keep tabs on us. Because she was constantly um, informing. By the way. So, hmm? I want to congratulate everyone on finding the lost city of Omo. Did we level up? No, but you did find the lost city of Omo. That's where we're headed, right? That's your destination. We are so far away from that. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my. Hey, but we'll pass that wreck thing we can go check out. Yeah, that's true. Oh, where is it? It's right oh, to okay. the left of the oh, peaks okay. of flame. Okay. Oh, hmm. And as you reach oh, okay. the base of the pyramid, you all have this moment. It's really strange where you reach the bottom and you can see Valendra kind of looking, but she has this kind of weird aura about and she kind of looks confused as well. And you have this moment where it's very strange. It feels like you lose time. You're not tired. You feel rested. But you just kind of have this moment where you feel yourself like kind of get pulled forward. And as this happens, Go back to Oralunga here. You have the moment where you just kind of appear at the base of the pyramid. The shadow demon, or the shadow, uh, the shadow entity that you had summoned, is gone. You are all. Um, you're kind of. You're not tired, but you didn't rest. But it's strange, recalling when you had arrived, you hear early morning birds, and it is dawn the next day. What? And, Val and Valindra is standing before all of you, looking confused, and just kind of, as you kind of, she, oh, she kind of jumps a little bit. And standing behind her, though, 
Who they? Trey. Who they? Trey, you immediately feel a sense of rage build oh, up no. within you as all of these red wizards of Fae kind of seem very surprised and shocked to see a group of adventurers just appear before them. And Valindra says, Oh, that was strange. Trey, these are the people who murdered your family. <laughs> and Valindra says nothing, but this man in front, you recognize as the Archmage who led the attacks against your family to recover the book. Oh, and bye. he looks back at Valindra and says, These are the ones who hold the tome, yes? Done, Valindra. And Valindra just kind of turns back, turns back to Trey, gives Trey a knowing wink, like a wait. And they kind of start grouping together and moving up just ever so slightly. I am Xylus. Xylus Verlandir. Seems as if the Ring of Winter has already vanished. Interestingly enough, strange magic is at work here. But I will be taking that book. Valindra, if you please. And you can see this kind of shadowy magic around Valindra, this kind of dark magic that Trey, you feel as familiar, start to glow around her. And you can see her hands that it was once pale elvish skin kind of turn into this shriveled, uh, almost dead looking hand. And that kind of magic creeps up her arm and you can see this old shriveled half dead hand is kind of old hand that she clenches. The rest of her visage remains the same. And for a second, you can see her cheeks just sink in a little bit as this shadow magic surrounds her and her eyes begin to glow black. Your attention is almost diverted around her, though, Trey. You hear your deity telling you, wait, wait, wait. You relay that? And because uh, what is everyone else doing? I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I think one toy or you kill my father for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wait, Trey gets a thing to okay. Trey is gonna step forward very slightly, just gripping his axe, and then he's gonna like have his hand out, like, behind him to, like, in, like, a don't motion to everyone and just stay there. All just, right. like, eyeballing the, 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 the Archmage. So, Valendra... Yes, go ahead. Just, like, he's, like, eyeballing the Archmage, bearing his, like, tusks, and, like... <gasps> yeah. And he says, oh, you're all fire and brimstone, I know. Take, give me the book, boy, if you don't want to get hurt. You have no idea who you're dealing with. And Valindra kind of and... grins and... Yes? Oh, no. Trey's uh, gonna start was... laughing. Sorry. I was going to... Hey, so I don't know how this works, what I need to say, what not. 
if I can speak to the dude who's asking for the book. Sure. Alone, like for what? It says alone for at least one minute. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do alone. I wanted to try and do words of terror. Okay. Good luck. I don't think that would fit in this situation. Okay. Unfortunately. That's fine. Trey's really gonna kind of start laughing, uh, almost kind of in an unhinged way. And he says, he kind of laughs back and just. <laughs> Valindra, darling. One of our most powerful liches. Would you please give these individuals a demonstration in Red Wizardry? Show us how we do things in they. You can almost see like this skeletal outline of her skull and these sunken cheeks as she kind of grins and this shadow magic surrounds her. And the rest of you don't know what's happening with Trey. You're all, you just heard that this woman is a lich. And you're all, she's kind of glowing with shadow energy. But you see Trey with that, with his hand out, like, wait, wait, like with like with, with, with uh, one finger up. Kind of gesturing. Valerie will pop in real quick to everyone without waiting to see if they reply and just say hold. Yeah. And I'm basically I'll stand behind Trey and like basically I'm at the ready to fight, but I'm waiting to see what Trey wants us to do. Soon is crouched because this is Trey's fight, so I want to know what Trey wants to do. Under my under my breath kind of like to see if I get a response from a deity just trying my luck, it's like wait for what? Belindra takes a step forward and just stands as this energy. You can all feel this very... The rest of you, other than Trey, you feel a familiar sense of warmth or that turns to cold. But that's normal. The rest of you have this chill that kind of creeps down your spines at hearing whatever this woman is. And these shadows begin to just spread from behind her. And she looks up at Trey and says, A gift. And slowly turns. She begins to levitate. And where her feet are, there are these shadows that kind of, this cloud of shadow energy that begins to form and kind of swirl around the lower portion of her body. And these shadowy tendrils that just extend from behind her and she slowly just turns to face the red wizards and just kind of you takes her hand and manipulates the shadow energy and just wafts backward ever so slightly and then lands on her feet the shadow energy still kind of now swirling around all of her body it eventually slowly starts to subdue and her arm slowly returns to normal once more, and her eyes go from this black back to the pale blue of the elf. And she just kind of holds her arms and smiles. And this red wizard at the front says, Work your magic. What are you doing? And she just continues to smile at him with this very creepy, very knowing, not creepy, but the smile that sends 
would send a chill down anyone's spine. Like, you look at her smiling, very almost flirtatiously. And even though she is currently now in a fairly attractive visage, all of you just have this moment where you're like, Ugh. And she just... This is her theme, by the way, that I have playing. <sighs> and she just smiles. And, and this man who introduced himself as Xylus just... Kind of has this moment where he kind of puts his hands up at the ready and looks back, kind of almost in shock, and says, What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? And Belindra holds up her hands to Trey and says, I serve a greater power now. Back at Trey and says, Doesn't say anything at first, and just gives him another knowing smile. And he says, your phylactery. Because I can have it smashed right. My phylactery has already been moved to the, to the heart of Uptown. I have already retrieved all of my things from Faye. And she just kind of takes some shadow, and this shadow energy kind of swirls in her fingertips. You can hear like these, uh, these kind of uh, groans of. Uh, souls and this shadow energy that kind of moves in and out of her fingertips and the rest of you are very uncomfortable by her proximity but she looks back at Silas and says good luck getting up to the heart but you won't find it in Fae and he just traitorous wench and she just <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. And looks over at Trey and says, A gift for you. Am I free to act? She just says, And all the red wizards begin to immediately channel energy as they in, in their hands as they start to slowly back up. And you just hear them shout one more time. Filth! What are y'all doing? I'm gonna approach. Get like really close and really like uncomfortably close. So like my axe kind of at his throat. And use my channel divinity. And use the vow of enmity. So I get advantage. Anytime I try to hit him. And I'm barely, I'm basically just growling and I was like, I'll have your fucking head. Um, and at that, I would like, oh, fuck. <laughs> at that, I would like everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. And also know that that's where we're going to end it for the week. Oh, oh. Oh, Do I get the advantage on the initiative? I'm going to have high initiative. Hey, go on, Soya, you killed my father. Prepare to <laughs> die. die. <laughs> advantage on the initiative no because they 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 were they had actions that they were holding kind of in a way so hey, Emma, did you click your character before you rolled initiative this time i did I rolled... emily cannot because she's on an ipad oh, i okay. rolled i rolled a dirty 20. roll 20 works on an ipad you can a lot of it works on an ipad she can't move her character token 
Um, but she can view everything and, like, open everything. I can view it, I can partially see the map, and I can see my character's thing. And the chat. I don't know why I'm asking this, because, like, I use Discord for my image, for my video here on an iPad, so. Roll20 is really weird on mobile, though. I was shaken with that persuasion with the frost giant. Oh my god. Before they came through the portal. The lender just was like Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was oh just like shaking with that initiative. Like my heart uh, that initiative. That uh uh persuasion check when I was saying all that stuff. And man, that high school theater improv came in handy because it just started coming to me. Um, my hands are shaking and my nails kind of dug into my palms. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill these bastards so fucking bad. I need to wait two weeks. <laughs> I know. I know. Rory messaged me like, what's going on? Who are these guys? Are we going to run? And I was like, no, no, no. We're about to murder. No, I said murdered. I said Cast darkness and shatter, uh, cast darkness and scatter, because you have no idea how much we've like, in some of our other games had like cast darkness and then yelled scatter and all ran in different directions. Yeah. See, what I was gonna do was run straight at them and cast arms of uh, Hadar, which means like trace chests would just open and engulf them in tendrils. But like, I was told to wait. So. I have a question. All I gotta say about yeah. this is. I see, did we get a, a rest, like a long rest? Nope. Nope, okay. No, you did not. Because I know you said the time passed, but we didn't no, feel yeah, like... You just, you, time you was didn't, alive. You didn't get a point of exhaustion, but it's just for some reason the, the next day. Okay. It seems as if the magic but, you of... Know, yeah. Time is a lie. Yeah. Time is just... Well, yes. Time is illusion, and so is pain. I want to see time who's going first here. Um, oh, who has, uh, who needs to add their initiative? Dune, I think? Dune, what's yeah. your initiative? Um, and Trey. 21. Nice. I rolled, I rolled a 20. Yeah. I always get a super high initiative, but I don't like going first. I really hate that, like, the dudes are the ones that are going first here. So what's, um, I mean, what's your initiative, Trey? Uh, 20. 20. Oh, 30, 20. I mean, Dune, if you don't want to go first, you can always hold your action. Oh, Dune's done. Well, uh, hold your turn. Yeah. So I think it's... Dune, I always forget you can do that. Dune, Trey, uh, one of the uh, apprentice wizards, then Reese, then the uh, then uh, Archmage Xylus Verlandil, then Nim, and then two of the red wizards back-to-back. That's going to be dangerous. And then Allery, and then Elena, and then Hela. So that's good. The NPCs go last. Ella doesn't have too much of, a, of an attack. She just she has a few kind of standard stable ones. I don't have too much either. I'm worried because I'm at half health already. Yeah, so so that's that the point. So this is like one big long three. battle. That's why Arctis Climber and Dragon Bait were... I mean, you had your... Your D100 is gone now. That half-orc, she helped this entire time get the Ring of Winter, she's gone. Frost Giant heading back to the alcove. So, you've used up all your. This is this is all you. 
That's all y'all. And <laughs> Elena can't do shit, apparently, so... Yeah, remember next week she'll come in and she'll be just super... Or, I guess, in two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks? Whenever we come in. Three weeks? Three. Next, three the weeks. next two we won't be here. Yes. Yeah, free. Yeah, three weeks. The, the good news is I only used one spell that time. However, when we were going to the thing, I also used one of my third level spells. But I have... Imagine having spell slots. I have three level one spells, three level two spells, and one level three spell left. So I can get I another one of those um, spirits. Um, and it can tank for us because it has more hit points than most of our casters do. In the most meantime, our... right, in the meantime, I just want to thank the Twitch stream for hanging out with us. We're going to stop the Twitch stream. So uh, thank you, everyone, so much. Pretty stable night. I think I think we lost a few people when I was trying to figure out what was going on with Elena uh, and with your Centaurum tag along because uh, they have like eight thousand things in their character sheets. So I was trying to remember which one went where, but. Uh, yeah, pretty steady for tonight, so not too bad. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us and for chatting. Uh, always much appreciated. We love you all very much. Um, and uh, for anyone that is in our Discord, which you can find on our Twitter, uh, you can certainly join. So you can have midweek conversations in between Twitch streams. Uh, feel free to hang out with us there. You can catch Pokemon. Uh, you can talk about whatever. We have all kinds of stuff. We have an 18 plus channel, all kinds of good stuff. So. Feel free to pop into the Discord, say hello. Um, for all those of you that are already there, we'll see you uh, in chat. And I want to thank everyone again for just hanging out with us. Y'all are so amazing. Uh, and remember that the VOD is going up on YouTube, and we'll have that available and we'll post uh, in the Discord as well as on the Twitter and on Facebook. So we'll see you all in three weeks because, again, there is no stream uh, next week or the week after. So the next time we'll be here is... Saturday the 29th? No. 21st. 22nd. <laughs> yes, Saturday the 22nd, yes. Saturday the 22nd. We will be back for another stream of the Crystal Cup and Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation. So, great session, everyone. Bye. And we'll see you on the 22nd of May. Bye. Happy spring, everyone. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Happy Beltane. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And blessed Beltane. But uh, and May Day for anyone that celebrates. So, <laughs> until next time, witches, we love you very much, and we'll see you in the jungles of Chult in three weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <clears throat>